Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back here live at the Waterfront Village with my friend, the zombie, Jonathan. You're looking good. Jonathan just got an awesome face paint job. What do you think? I like turtles. It's now time for Big D Energy with four-time Stanley Cup champ Darren McCarty, former Lion Joyke Bell, and the golden voice of Neil Rule. Live on the Woodward Sports Network, 99.1 and 93.5 The Roar, the Woodward Sports app, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Let's talk some sports. It's Big D Energy. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Big D Energy Big right here. D. Woodward Sports Network. My name is Neil Rule. He's DMAC, Darren McCarty. Won some Stanley Cups and things with Just the Detroit four. Red Wings. Only four of them, though. And I, I make turtles. Ha, yeah. I like turtles, too. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's not a big fan of turtles, uh, everybody. Good to have you all back here with us. We got fish in the bowl. We got Sawyer on the ones and twos. We are locked loaded and ready to go and i will say this dmac this show here today and also on our youtube chat thread remember you can tap in as well always like to get everybody involved as much as we can detroit dabber 313 what up though popped in first as always i think that's going to be a thing every single show we got to go to detroit dabber's uh, comment he's always a first in every single day i don't know how he does it but he does that's that's the challenge to everyone out there can you beat dabber i doubt it uh, you know what he's got some sick mod so <laughs> he's got some sick mod that he's not gonna do it but hey like we like streaks we like winning and stuff like that so we're gonna comment until somebody can get him off there but uh appreciate all the support from all all the regulars and all the new people that are finding the uh woodward sports big d energy so Heated show today, um, not very often. Like Neil, Neil has his opinions, but this the one opinion that has happened sort of yesterday came out of nowhere to me, and I know we're going to talk to. I was to, hot, and I knew it was coming. To, and you know what? So when this happens on Big D Energy, we don't just fester in ourselves. We go to the best possible source that we know. So we'll be joined, I think, 11.36 by Tony Paul. Um, you know, the Shane Halter. Yes. Of the Detroit News. Big uh, baseball guy. News. That, and that here's, means a nine-position player. Yeah. That and, in one game, he can play it all, folks. And, and here's here's why I go to Tony Paul. Tony Paul, uh, somebody whose opinion I respect a lot, who puts in the time, who is true to the game, unlike a lot pays of probably baseball writers out there. Pays his golf debts. Pays his golf debts. Pays his poker debts. That puts him up there in my book right Absolutely. away. Uh, no, but but all that being said, because I am. I'm, I'm running pretty hot. And... Barry Bonds is my favorite non-Tiger baseball player of all time. He's the greatest baseball player of all time. It's not it even a question. It's not a question. It is not a question. You know what? Well, you brought up the this is the whole thing when you're talking about Connor McDavid and head and shoulders, uh, today's athlete NHL player that is uh, ahead of the next best player. Barry Bonds is 
ahead of anybody that played in his generation by what he did to that argument even more so in my opinion right right like the like just the greatness of what he did i mean we're going to show some highlights and stuff like this if, if you're too young to remember but uh, and i think when it comes down to it neil it's it's the fact of different strokes for different folks and when do the rules apply the rules apply when they benefit you and that's you right know, we see that so much we've talked about it in different sports we've talked about it in college football we've talked about it everywhere else but it's it's more prevalent these days and i think that just because you're so hot about this uh major league baseball heated, hall of fame that i believe that there's this sort of, such justification but it forced the land where it, it made the map a little bit more there's more clarity to the map across all the sports of just like yesterday what do we bring up? The seventy billion dollars that yeah, Microsoft, Microsoft spent yeah. in Act, on Activision Blizzard and stuff, where you can buy uh, the whole every NHL team twice over. I don't like to hear that being an NHL guy, but that's the reality of where everything is. And 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 counterpoint, you could only buy twenty-two of the thirty-two NFL franchises, which also shows you how big the money is that's amazing that's amazing dmac that you pulled that out of that and i i never and i'm a big numbers guy you guys know that I, i'm big on contracts draft capital all that kind of stuff i never thought for a second about that that you you use that as a referendum on the leagues and the, and the status well, of the nhl in the grand scheme it goes to show you that the the evil empire or whatever you want that the nfl and they do not lose steam everybody else is struggling Right to, to and they're getting better and better in the product and the entertainment and people don't go away. You look at the numbers from last week from the the first game, just which massive. is a throw-in game of the Bengals and the Titans. They get thirty-some million. <laughs> then it goes up to thirty-seven million to forty-two million to forty-seven million people watching football. Right? They know it's hot. No wonder the commissioner makes fifty million a year. Whether we like it or not, at least he seems to be earning in his his money. But when you look in the big scheme of things, because because whether it's technology, social media, video games, and stuff like that, the metaverse, all this NFTs, Bitcoin, this stuff's real. It's not going away, so it's the evolution of who's going to adjust. NHL's playing so much more catch-up, right? MLB is so screwed if they don't get this contract they're right to get down. back and yeah. play. They're, they're, they're bleeding water like a sieve. This yeah. boat is sinking. The NBA... You know where it showed. Well, I think it was uh, 2017. Like they're, they're, but they're deepest in the international party, the, they're, right? They're, exactly, they're and that's player. why, right? Because right there is the international party and the individual, right? The individualist. Right. They the were the fact, OG they, of that. They are the NBA set up for the metaverse for the NFTs, right? Because they're individuals, so people can like it. But the NFL is the monolith. But everything else like that goes to show, wow, like. In my opinion, right, people are just tuning tuning off and they're watching other things. I, I'm gonna say it right here, but my favorite sport is the one that picks up the steam the most with the forbidden door, but whether you want it, but wrestling on every other level because people are having a choice. Now it's not a major four sport, but people are choosing to spend their money on that than they are, you know, on baseball games. It goes back to our conversation yesterday about accessibility and how you watch and 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 the experience but yeah it's uh it's it's crazy out there it goes back you know like I, what do i mention 
I go, well, what's worse? The, the energy guy controlling the, <laughs> the NCAA college playoff? Yeah, the yeah. MLB, Having to say. Right? Like, there's just, but the bottom line, there's a lot of head scratching in the sports world, in the world, and yeah. everything and, else. And that's where it is with me. I, I got a, a lot of head scratching going on right now. Our YouTube chat thread, remember, you can tap in, get your thoughts out there. Ryan's reaction says, Neil's opinion is that rules don't apply to him. LOL. <laughs> it's not, they do the item thing for time. They don't do it for an item count. They do it for time. And my time with 31 items is faster than someone else with 15 or 20. It is. I'll line it up. I've always said that. Line it up and time it, and we'll see who gets through quicker. You want to tell me that, you know, some some person that doesn't understand how to work an ATM but jumps into the U-scan line, you're going to tell me them with 12 items is going to be more efficient or quicker than me with 31? No, it's I, not true. I put the items in the cart in groups together so they can be most efficiently bagged when I scan them through. There's no process to it. Scan, drop, scan, yeah, drop, there is scan, an art drop. To scanning. Yeah, scan, drop, scan, <laughs> drop, scan, drop. I load those bags up. Hey, should it be like Squid Games? If you go and you don't beat the time, then you know what I mean? You get like Then you got to pay double for your groceries. You get kneecapped or something Yeah, no, like you got to pay double for your groceries. You That's the way it should go. Groceries. Every time that you expire, you get yeah. fined. I so, like e- hey, Ryan, easy, all right? I'm on I'm on tilt today, man. So just uh, calm down with that kind of stuff. Uh, but, no, we, we are going to talk to Tony Paul, as I said, uh, about the Detroit news. Off the chain, Barry Bond sucks without PEDs. We're, David Ortiz. Oh, boy. David Ortiz. I'm not talking about the PEDs again. David Ortiz is in. You look me in the eye, tell me David Ortiz is clean. He's the greatest uh, recipient of that era. I mean, that's the head scratcher. There's, there's allegedly positive test by David Ortiz. But there's Ortiz. the head scratcher. Why not different strokes? Like, before we get into it, it's like if you're going to narrate history, you got to put it all in there. Why Why can you not just from this year to this year, you asterisk? And if you were in there or there was anything else, you still get in. But I don't understand. Different strokes for different folks. Like, this, yeah. is, this is the worst. Absolutely. And, and you know what? Yeah. DMAC, you, you look like you're ready to go ice fishing today. I will say this, too, and I did think about this. It is very cold. I've, what, what's the date today? The 26th, 26th. right? 26th. January, yeah, look, look at look at DMAC out there. You know what? To that point, Sawyer, today was the Uh-oh. day. This morning, I got in the car. I've had enough. It's winter. No, like, look, it's not even that. I've had enough, and it's bad because it's still January. Let's go. Usually, usually I get that in February, about the middle of February. Today was a day I've had enough. And I and yeah. I think it's different for everybody out there. You guys probably have your different breaking points with winter. Today was a day, Sawyer. I've had enough. Temperatures are warming up next week. We'll bounce back. I don't back. care. I, I've had enough. And I know it's early. It's just three days and then back to warmer next and, week. And I, I've lived here my whole life, born and raised here. I get it. It happens like this every single year. I know. And usually my breaking point comes sometime in February. Well, it's today. And it's early, and I'm concerned about wait, that. Wait, is your, can you break? Is your breaking point? Is this that because of last night it started? No, this no, took, no. Took that, it over. That's this is a separate breaking point. So you just got breaking points. All I'm over devoid breaking. of emotion, Dmac. You know that, right? I, I've been told I know, that. Yeah, I'm just except, logic and facts. Logic and I facts. Is it, is it the furnace thing? Because the furnace issue, no. that's not to do with the cold. You're just done with the cold. No, they're taking care of the furnace right now. You, as we can speak. you not key fob from your bedroom? So it hasn't and been fixed. Your car up. Is that there? Is we? No. Is there? Did the battery run out of the key fob? It hasn't is been we, fixed for a week. How did you survive? Uh, they got it. They got it going temporarily. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 
because the heater exchange was warped and all that kind of stuff. Furnace had aluminum heater exchange. All that. I'm not getting into all that. I don't care. It's handled. You know, it's cold. Though. It, 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 and it's cold. I've just I've had enough, and I'm curious to where. What, what is your guys's brain? Have you had enough yet? And I, again, I know. I understand. Save your save your. Oh, where you been, Neil? It happens every single winter. I know. Born and raised here my whole life. Doesn't change the fact that it sucks. Doesn't change the fact that, I, you know. There comes that day every single year where I wake up and I'm like, all right, enough. Absolutely enough. And uh, that's where it is, D-Mac. Like, I agree. Today was the day. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I walked home yesterday, about a three-mile walk. It was it was cold, but it was nice. It you're, was, you're kidding. No. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mad respect. That's respect. Yeah. You did not walk did. home yesterday. I did. It actually wasn't. I, it, I, to his I credit. Some phone calls to his to credit. Me. It actually wasn't that bad yesterday. It was wasn't. yesterday morning was rough. Uh, yesterday I, see, afternoon it was, it was fine. Wasn't, it wasn't that bad though because the wind wasn't. Ca- That's all like it is. Old man, as long but. as the wind's not there, right? What I don't like about now looking out is not seeing snow or being able to do snow activities like go up north or snowmobile or stuff like that. Then it's acceptable. <laughs> but it is. It is cold. It is cold. When the car says, "Are you kidding me? Don't move until uh, I sit here for a minute." When the car is telling you that, you know it's cold. Yeah, uh, Tammy Chin says uh, here this one has had enough, and that's and, and that's where I just want to know because usually again I get to this point in February, but it's now, it's now right. It, today was the day it, I cracked. Today was the day. It's over. I can't take it anymore. Um, I have I have some stuff coming up for work. I have to go to Fort Lauderdale in March. I can't, I already can't wait. Like the days can't come quick enough. And I'm going there for work. I'm just I go down on a Friday and I come back Sunday morning. I spend all day Saturday working. I don't I don't even like it's not but like it, I go to the beach or go play golf. But we all know this and and because we're all the same that that go from here and we travel. And you get off that plane or you get out of the car and you're just and, like and you walk in it just to, you just feel to, better. To, you're going down the the runway and the heat hits you and you're so happy. And then you come home and then the cold hits you and you're back to reality. But <laughs> but you know what though Neil? Here's the one thing that all us Michigander um, and transplants and whatever know is how to enjoy that time and sort of like recharge that battery for that minimal 48 yeah. hours or whatever. Because you <laughs> Even know, if it's 15 you, minutes. It doesn't matter. You're going to embrace it, suck yeah, it in. Because legit. Get your toes in the sand. Yeah, do like something. it's legitimate, DMAC. Like I get off the plane, I get in the Uber, I go to the studio, I work, I go back to the hotel. The next day I go to the studio, I do work. I go back to the hotel, and then I get on the plane and go home. That's literally it. Uh, Daniel Gray in our YouTube chat thread says, My breaking point was last night when some middle-aged guy calling everyone sus got in the 15 or less items lane with 30 items. Hey, we all all reach our breaking point at different points. I would tell you this, though, Daniel Gray. I bet that guy moved his ass through the the U-scan, though, and got it cooking. What do you got, Fish? Does the U-scan line, I know it's probably an unwritten rule, but does the U-scan line even have a limit? Yes. It uh, does. Okay. The, there's it's a 20. no limit. Depends where you're at. There's yeah. Sometimes there's 20, no times limit. 15, sometimes, sometimes there's 12. 20, yeah. Sometimes there's whatever. Right? Every now and then you get a U scan. Yeah, that's that's a master P U scan. There's no limit, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I, I would assume uh-huh. it's just an unwritten rule that it's like 15 or 20. Like, you shouldn't go in there if you have 100 items. I, I don't disagree but. with that. As long as I can take a comparable amount of time to somebody with yeah, 10 if, or 15. If you're fast, you should be able to go in there be, with yeah. 30 items. Like, it should say if you're 12 gonna pay with items cash, or two minutes. 
What's it? Yeah, you should, you should get a clock. Yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, if you're gonna pay with cash instantly, <laughs> you're you're out. You can't go to the U scan if you're gonna pay with cash. You can't do it. Especially if you're fidgeting with your wallet. Yeah, and part oh, of it, it and part it, of it's it, on it like the pocket? grocery stores too. Like, oh, it's in the other pocket. Yeah, <laughs> you got. I don't have time for that stuff. The cash, <laughs> the cash people. No, you're out. You're out. Uh, oh, so everyone's talking about the two furnaces and I, okay, I, I got, uh, it's getting handled right now. We're gonna be back to fully uh, up have, and operational. Have you got? Is it in your basement, by the way, the furnace? Yeah, both of them. Yes. Now, what if you had, like. 10 of the same item is that one item like, i've like always wondered example, about if, that if, some if people have, it depends like, on your narrative like the, it's like the baseball writers of america it depends on your narrative like say you were loading up for a party say you were loading up for that get you right special on a saturday night say you were going through with some what kind of vodka would you be drinking well i mean if it were a saturday night you know it's going to be gypsy. Oh, that's just the way it's going to work. It's going to be gypsy vodka. It's going to be some ice cubes. It's going to be some club soda. It's going to be some lime. And why? Look, I'll give you all the particulars. Corn distilled six times. Gluten-free artesian spring water. Ooh-wee. You know, th- that's impressive. It is. Bottom line for me, I'm pretty simple, guys. You know this. I pour it in there. It tastes good. That's it. It's good tasting vodka. It's got a cool bottle. I got it. You know, it's on the screen. I got a bottle right there, too. You know, it's a cool looking bottle. That's fine. Some people are into that. Do you. Do what you want to do. For me, it's good vodka. That's the best thing I can say about it. There are taglines and corporate speak and all that kind of stuff. If you want good vodka, get Gypsy Vodka and then go through the U-Scan and scan it. And then you'll have to wait for them to come over and check the ID and do the ID thing. That's not my fault. That's their, that's their, what they have to do. We should talk about that after the break. We should talk about that after the break. But anyway, Gypsy Vodka. Locally made in Petoskey, Michigan. Support local guys from the state of Michigan and drink damn good vodka while you're at it too. Gypsy Vodka, as always, drink responsibly. Okay, you thirsty little spin goblins. I want you to pedal into the next dimension. Spin it, spin, spin, uh-oh. Carmen's falling behind. Let's give her the hiss of shame. Spin, spin, spin till you bleed. Don't ride the bike of shame. Come to Planet Fitness and find your own lane with tons of equipment, free fitness training, and no hissing. Join today for just $10 a month. Your Detroit alternative to the normal sports blah, blah, blah. It's Woodward Sports. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back at it. Big D Energy. Woodward Sports Network. Harley Fife says, maybe I'll get some Gypsy Vodka for Saturday night when I'm watching the WWE Royal yeah, Rumble you pay-per-view. Are. Yeah, you are. I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll lift a glass to you because I'll be doing the same thing. I'll be I'll be getting it in Saturday night. I got a got an afternoon television game to do for Oakland. You do. Dur- three during o'clock. the yeah, three o'clock. I get that handled. Got Saturday night off. Got a Sunday off. D Mac. Son wants to watch Royal Rumble. We're Did I get hear you in. have a Sunday off? I I'll do. Be, I'll be watching the Royal Rumble later at night or on Sunday. I will be down in maybe Michigan for the RPW uh, 
wrestling event. All the big hosses are in town, so we're going down to uh, maybe, which is uh, down near the uh, to Ohio border. So um, look forward to that. I'll be there, but I'll catch that. I look forward to the Royal Rumble. Yep. I, I I, that's too. always one of my favorites. Yeah, my son likes it a lot, and that's what I, you know, I, I like the WWE. You know that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not deep into it like they are no. but i can i can watch it for the entertainment value i, I like i like the characters you know all right. that it's, kind of stuff so it, it is it's a lot of fun offer, man it, it, it is a lot of fun the stafford people were having a lot of fun and i know like there's going to be a segment of you or a faction of you that's that's going to say oh god we got to go do go through this again dave briquette if dave briquette put out a good story in the free press and talked about stafford is he a hall of famer or not and it was very, very intriguing because I know the snap reaction is, and I've even said it. I said it yesterday. I said to me, "There's you finish top five in yardage, you're in the Hall of Fame." It's like it's like the Frank Gore debate to me. Frank Gore's a Hall of Famer. Is he is he dynamic? Did did you ever hold your breath, saying, "Man, I can't wait to what?" Was it ever Frank no, that's Gore duration. in the Colts? That's, yeah. that's that's longevity. It's a longevity. There's a different. Thing. There's a the, the, he's done things that somebody else that other nobody else has done, or it's very few have done. That what leads up to it. I guess it goes down to at the end of the day, right? Different strokes for different folks. What is the end all be all criteria, right? Obviously, Dan Marino's in the Hall of Fame, so it's not Super Bowl, right? right. So, so that's what goes to okay, Matt Stafford comparable Dan Marino numbers and stuff like this. So, the head jerk reaction is yeah, of course. We always sort of ex- accept it that way, but then. You know, then Dave Briquette will bring up some interesting points. And I think that more to it, what I realized is that these playoff wins and what he does in L.A. Um, was as important to take it to the next level. Yeah, no put doubt. It over, put it over the top. So so to me, in saying that and what, what Briquette said and everything else, see, Stafford's done it. It's like I said, he, he's put himself in a position, and it's just as a man – looking in the mirror and, and, and saying, I did this. You yeah. know, I, it's a different, he's a different person. And it's the thing we always know here is that he's not going to quit, right? He's not going to quit. It's not stuff like that. So I think that if that the end of the discussion for me is he wins and gets to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and look, Burkett made me question what I said, because I thought it was a no doubt, right. no brainer, because if he, you know, if he continues his career, say he plays, you know, five or six more years, which it's reasonable to think he should. He's a pretty durable player. He usually answers the bell and gets out there. Burkett brought up the fact he's never received one single MVP vote in his career. Not one. Which is incredible to me. Because, and, and like I knew it, but that's one of those things you know, but you don't know. And then when it hits you, when it's put in front of your face like that, you're like, wow, man, that, that really is incredible to think and then i start thinking about it i'm like well can you be a hall of famer if you've never received an mvp vote you know what i'm saying i mean yeah i mean you could if that's whatever the criteria is and if it's duration and because of he will this year of course though right right you would expect but yeah i guess that i guess for the naysayers or the that'd be the number one argument against right you'd hold hold up against it but um, it's a you know, but what he's done in LA is sort of solidified, and and moving forward. But that's why it's big, and that's, that's why, why I love big. the NFL that's playoffs. That's why it's bigger. That's why him winning that game isn't just about winning that game. For him, it's, yes. For him, it's what everything that piles on to it, positively of what 
people say, well, he could never do this, he could never do that. Now they can't say that. Right. And, and that's where, for me, it becomes so big, again, to win the Super Bowl, to get to the Super Bowl, because you're talking about defining your legacy. That's why I do like the NFL playoffs, because it's more than the Rams versus 49ers. Legacies are on the line. Look at what happened to Aaron Rodgers, like we talked about yesterday, where his legacy has taken a hit. Now, all of a sudden, the narrative is he's a 500 quarterback in the postseason. He cashed one Super Bowl in. He's won as many NFC championships as Rex Grossman. All of a sudden, he got pushed into the same discussion with Rex Grossman. And that's why that's why the NFL playoffs are great. And your legacy is on the line. And we're seeing that with Matt Stafford here today. Daniel Grace has 17 interceptions. He might not be mentioned in that MVP <laughs> race this year. Brady and Rodgers might take all the votes. And that's fair, too. So you go back to it then. Now, look, and I know, Sawyer, that you have the video. And this is like a long way of, of getting to this. And I wanted to say, look, you guys know, I hope you know, I'm not a Matt Stafford hater. Uh, Tony Paul, who we'll talk to in a little bit about the Baseball Hall of Fame, I think put it, put it best. Stafford wasn't the problem, and at the same time, Stafford wasn't the solution. And my issue is that he wasn't the solution. It, it, but it's not being a hater. I respect what he did. I think, he's a, I think when it's all said and done, he will be in the Hall of Fame, regardless of what happens this weekend. But for me, I, I can't relate to this, Sawyer. So spin that one, and you guys tell me. Look, I know a lot of you are, are happy with about Stafford and stuff like that. I'm indifferent because he's not here anymore and he's not coming back. I'm indifferent. That's different than being a hater. But, again, help me understand this. So like that's it. um I love it I lo I love it be you right for whatever we we don't know what happened maybe Matt Stafford gave that kid a ball when he was a kid or the influence to whatever but the one thing is is what I love is you see passion for whatever reason it is I was yelling at the TV to get up there and clock it I could tell they had enough time so I wasn't as worried as this guy but you know what your emotions your emotions take take part right right there is a happy moment for that guy laugh at him all you want or whatever but the passion to whatever he has i'm invested. not i'm not gonna laugh i'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that it's about i look at that about it could have been it could have been somebody just got body slammed i don't take it into the fact i take it into the fact that somebody has an emotional connection enough to this moment, this play, or whatever else, I, I love the positive of that. Some people have the emotional connection that they hate it or whatever. Okay, be you. I can watch this all day because I react the same way like you saw in wrestling the other day, right? We're gonna pop it. I'll be doing the same thing on Saturday. So be you, bro. Good, good for you. I don't understand when you break it down, your emotional connection, but that's your emotional connection, right? Nobody else's. So I don't care, right? Love what you love and don't, don't be mad. You want to break it down to answer questions? Well, the fact that Matthew Stafford completed that pass and they clocked it and they won, oh, that stinks for draft capital. But like I said, my opinion, where the Lions are at, I could give a crap 
where they pick. I want to see my guy do something I haven't seen him do that I've been waiting for him to do here. I was hoping him to do it, right? And he didn't, but for what he did and the person that he is to do here, I want to see him succeed. Or we find out succeed or fail, but he's doing it. And my guy there, he was way, way behind him. So do you, right? Right, if there's a hate, if, if that's the same video of the guy just swearing up and down, oh my God, oh my God, I hate you, I hate you, like this and that, I'd be saying the same thing. I don't agree with it, but do you? It's the passion. Be passionate, people. Whatever it is about, that's what life's all about. Just love what you love, and, and you know, it's, it's all about the respect. He didn't do anything disrespectful to anything else. His girlfriend trying to bust him out right there but he don't care because that's his jam that, uh, jam that jam baby chef chris smith said that was way too much but enjoy yourself and that's what i say too man enjoy yourself again if that's what makes you happy that's not my thing like i said and that's that just kind of encapsulates it but it, it is if you get a chance to check out dave burkett's article uh do so he brought up some pretty uh, and again i i'm one of those now, people now, i think stafford is a hall me, of famer is that is that over reaction yeah. Okay. There to we me, go. but you also too is that you catch me on camera. You saw me when the death match get in the ring the other day, and you saw me pop when when Brandon Curse went through the table. I've you watched me at a wrestling event. I pop when I enjoy things, and it makes me feel. You'll see it. My man was feeling it. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we'll be joined by Tony Paul of the Detroit News, and we'll we'll chat. Uh, we will discuss, uh, you know, the whole Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame thing. That's what it's going to be for me. And uh, we'll get Tony Paul's opinions on it as well. Uh, I'm very heated about this. How can you let David Ortiz in and be cool with that? And then you're going to look at Barry Bonds and say, no, no, or Roger Clemens and say, no, no, I'm sorry. You guys aren't getting in. Uh, we'll get Tony Paul here uh, on the show coming up in just a couple minutes. This is Big D Energy right here on the Woodward Sports Network. And look, the NFL playoffs hot and heavy right now. We're coming down the stretch, making our way towards the Super Bowl. Where are you getting your action in it? Go to mybookie.ag. They'll double your first deposit up to 1000 bucks with the promo code Woodward. It's the biggest sports weekends of the year coming up right now. Get involved, people. Mybookie.ag. Promo code Woodward. They'll double the first deposit up to 1000 bucks, as I said, but that's not even the big thing for me. The big thing is go to mybookie.ag. Smooth. The interface is smooth. It's easy to navigate. Those are the types of things that you're going to find out that matter. Mybookie.ag. Look, who you bet with is almost as important as who you're betting on. And mybookie.ag is the play. There is no doubt about it. One more time, they'll double that first deposit all the way up to 1000 bucks with the promo code Woodward. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Have a problem with gambling? Call a Michigan Problem Gambling Helpline, 1-800-270-7117. Fellas, football season is here. It's time to make your grooming experience easy like Sunday morning. Get to Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Walk in, relax, watch your favorite team play, and before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Get to Lady Jane's, open 10 to 8, 7 days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Kay Cunningham. Working with Hall Financial to purchase my first home was easier than I could have ever imagined. They treated me like family from start to finish. Find out for yourself at CallHallFirst.com. Follow us everywhere. Just search Woodward Sports on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, IG, and more. More, 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 more. Back at it, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule, DMAC, Darren McCarty in the house. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, steroids. I follow that kid. <laughs> steroids ruin baseball. Uh, we're going to get into that discussion coming up. In just a couple of minutes with Tony Paul from the Detroit News. And, uh, you know, he he covers sports, obviously, for the Detroit News. And and we'll pick his brain on that big baseball guy he is. But DMAC, for me, and I'm not addressing, we're not talking about the PED thing or the steroid thing. Because, look, and I'll ask Tony Paul this, don't worry. But David Ortiz is in. With well, with the, with the, with steroid suspicions, a rumored positive test, all that kind of stuff. That's it. We're done. I'm done talking about it, man. I am. It's it's all on the field because if you're going to let David Ortiz in, then Barry Bonds has to be in there. He's the greatest baseball player that's ever lived, Darren. I mean, I, I can't disagree with you. I mean, it's it's like that whole steroid area. If you're telling my my big thing is if you're telling history. Right, you have to tell history. You can't omit this, especially with uh, those of us who are alive that went through the Sosa McGuire home run uh, chase that brought baseball back into watching Barry Bonds smash the record. All this stuff like this, yeah, greatest baseball player of my my era to watch, and it's just calling it like it says. Why? Why can't? Why can't there be? These Hall of Fame guys or whatever played in this era, and this is what was sus, you know, suspected of going on or whatever like this. Take it for what you will. These are the stats. This is it. Different things like that. My question is, and this is what I'll be asked: so How can the right the people like sit there and vote and go and go like you said? Oh, David Ortiz. Yeah, we heard yeah the rumors and this the same rumors as as going on with Bonds and Clemens and all this stuff. No matter what part of it, and go. Um, well, he was beloved in Boston. You know, people beloved him. He's on TV. He's all that. He's all that stuff. He's got to get in because it's for image. But these yeah. guys, I like what changed so even they allowed Ortiz in, right? Because I would have thought that all you. the skeptical, all the skeptical steroid. Always keeping it at arm's length, but this just opens up a can of whoop ass. 
To, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Right now, as promised, we are joined by Tony Paul of the Detroit News. Follow him on Twitter at Tony Paul 1984. Remember, you can subscribe to the Detroit News too at DetroitNews.com. Tony, appreciate your time. You know when some stuff pops in in the baseball world, I'm going to reach out to you and get you on uh, before I pollute the airwaves with with my thoughts. I, I'm curious to get your take on this, Tony. Uh, David Ortiz in, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens out. Your thoughts. Yeah, I don't think there's anything surprising. It's been trending this way for a long time. Um, uh, so I'm no shocker. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's a little it's a little confusing because of, uh, you know, David Ortiz supposedly failed that drug test. Now, he failed it when they did that anonymous testing before it was really banned from the game. Um, but he definitely is, is tied to it, um, and uh, just like uh, Clemens and, and Bonds are. So it's a little confusing that he would – Sail in on the on the first ballot, and Bonds and Clemens would be uh, would be shut out. It's a little uh, a little confusing, and it doesn't make the Hall of Fame look great. Well, Tony, I mean, it's it's just another thing to me where you talk about it doesn't make the Hall of Fame look great. Could this be another blow to baseball? And the reason I ask that, Tony, is because it seems across the board, as far as fans are concerned, for the most part. I mean, I would say from what I've seen on social media, probably a seventy five twenty five split, where you know you have your traditionalists that say oh, he cheated, don't let him in. But I would say for the most part, people are, are of the opinion that this is one of, if not the best player. And you you know this, Tony. You and I you and I talk outside of work and stuff like that. You know I'm a big Barry Bond slappy. I don't hide that. Uh, but with all that being said, in my eyes, he's the best player to ever play the game. I, I, we had a, we had a uh, message here uh, from a guy named Pete that said, how can he call it a Hall of Fame if, if the best player or second best player to ever play is not in it? Well, I mean, that's a fair question. And, uh, you know, the, the reality is he's, he's not in the Hall of Fame, and it's a void that the Hall of Fame is going to have to deal with. Um, I don't think it's a major blow for baseball. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame is, is separate from the game itself. Uh, baseball is doing just fine. They're making record profits. Um, so I don't, think there's, I don't think it's a major blow. But it's, uh, it's definitely, um, you know, it opens up some questions of, of what this Hall of Fame is. And, Jim Leland spoke today um, in an interview asking, you know, is it the promised land or the holy land, you know, that the Hall of Fame is? And I think that's a good question. You know, the Hall of Fame has has that uh, clause, the morals clause, which has been broken time and again um, over the years. I mean, if you go back and look at many players from the early 20th century uh, and even more recently, there's, there's definitely guys in there that are either – you know, they're tied to steroids or they're tied to racism or, or whatnot. Uh, they're just not, there's some guys in there that just aren't very good guys. And you have this morals clause that all of a sudden, you know, for the steroid guys, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens in particular, is all of a sudden a big sticking point. So it's just, uh, it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And, and I've evolved on this. You know, when, when this first, you know, came out, you know, at Bonds and Clemens, look, they cheated the game uh, and they, they, they exploited the stats, the, the, the record books, which were once so sacred in baseball, are, uh, are not what they used to be. And, and, it, and it's a large part because of them. But my opinion changed when the Veterans Committee put Bud Selig in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and Bud Selig was the commissioner of baseball who completely turned a blind eye to the steroid era. And if he's in the Hall of Fame, you can't convince me that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens shouldn't be in there. Well, that's the whole thing. We're talking to Tony Paul, who is a five-tool athlete, the Shane Halter. Yes, you can play all nine positions uh, at the uh, Detroit News. I love it. I love it. I Tony Paul, nineteen eighty-four. 
My question, right, that was my question to you, Tony, because my whole thing is I don't care right or wrong. Like, put a wing in there where they're inducted, but it tells the story of the steroid era. And the fact that I have a problem because I remember back, you know, you're seeing interviews with guys like Mark McGuire and, and, and there's this andro in their locker like it wasn't like you said to, to the bud Selig, or it was accepted so these guys were playing within what was accepted by the league and there's no accountability for a guy that covers this sport for the career where like where do you sit on and and obviously it's not a moral like moral issue it's more of the promised land to the to the righteous land like you said but but do they need to, to fix the narrative? Because I, I don't, whether to agree whether about the gold jacket or not, but there needs to be the story or else we're going to miss the story right. years down the line, won't we? Yeah, uh, there's a couple points in that. One, I heard a couple of people griping yesterday on social media about how can you keep these guys out of the Hall of Fame? You're, you're ignoring a huge part of baseball history. Well, if you've been to the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame doesn't ignore the moments in the history. Barry Bonds and, and Pete Rose and, and Roger Clemens, their moments are acknowledged in all of fame. They're, you know, it's not ignored. They just they don't have their plaques. So I will say that. Um, but as far as moving forward, I think the Hall of Fame is going to have to some way come up with a, a plan to acknowledge this era. Uh, it wasn't just a, a, a one-guy thing. It wasn't just a one-year thing. This was a 15-year, 20-year a chunk of baseball history where this went on, and uh, you can't ignore that if you're going to have a legitimate Hall of Fame. So over the years, the Hall of Fame has had all these committees. They've put in, you know, uh, big groups of people that they felt were overlooked, whether it was in the pre-segregation era, the Negro Leagues, whatnot, um, and they've made up for that. Uh, and I think in some way they might have to take a look at this steroid era and make up for that and put these guys in down the road in a separate, you know, they're Hall of Famers, but like you said, acknowledging the history, acknowledging the fact that they played in the steroid era, they were major figures in the steroid era, but their talent and their stats just can't be ignored. Talking to Tony Paul here on Big D Energy Woodward Sports Network, talking about the Hall of Fame results. Barry Bonds not in, Roger Clemens not in, uh, David Ortiz is in, and, uh, you know, all three of those names are synonymous with uh, with reports and allegations and all those things. I'm just saying, that's what it is. Do a Google search. You can look it up yourself. Uh, go to DetroitNews.com, by the way. You can subscribe. I love the uh, print edition app. That's what I have on my, uh, on my tablet every morning. Bust open the newspaper like I used to back in the day. Uh, I do enjoy that. But, Tony, here's my thing, and, and this... This may put you in a, in a bit of a, a weird spot because you're friends with a lot of these people, but the baseball writers of America, why is it okay for them to pick and choose who, who they thought, you know, who they thought was on steroids or maybe didn't think was on steroids or who they did think, but that's okay for them, but it's not okay for others. When, when their income went up throughout this whole era, when their following went up, when profits were bigger, when they were getting more reads and everything like that, when they all had the opportunities before to be quote-unquote good reporters and, and find out exactly what was going on with this offensive explosion, why, why is it okay for them to retroactively police everybody? Why, why is it okay for them to be the gatekeepers on morality? Well, for starters, uh, the, uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame has given the power to the writers. And so it's their responsibility. And so they're tasked with doing it. 
and every every person that has a, a vote, um, they the qualifications are you have to be a Baseball Writers Association of America member for 10 years. After that, you get a vote. And uh, they're charged with uh, looking at the standards, uh, the qualifications, and making their best choice. And I know writers are taking are being raked over the coals today, and that's fine. But um, a very strong majority of writers believe these guys are Hall of Famers. Let's not overlook that. I mean, the, the Baseball Hall of Fame has a 75% threshold to get in, which is very high. And these guys are in the mid-60s. So the majority of writers believe they should be in the Hall of Fame. I think if you want to make a case of, of, of the problem here, I think you've got to put it on the Hall of Fame itself and not the writers. It's the Hall of Fame that says, one, the, the writers can only vote for a maximum of 10 players, which cluttered up the ballot when all these steroid guys came in. So that was a problem. I think if you think a guy is a Hall of Famer, there shouldn't be a limit on how many guys you can vote for. If you believe they're a Hall of Famer, you should be able to vote for them. Two, the Hall of Fame went in recent years. It used to be you could be on the ballot for 15 years. The Hall of Fame, out of nowhere, limited that to 10 in recent years, which basically shut off any chance of Clemens and Bonds getting in. They were trending up. If you look at the numbers, they're trending up. And they were probably going to get in if they got another five years. I think the Hall of Fame made a statement on what they think about this. So I think you could blame the writers, and that's fine. But if you look, the majority of writers believe these guys are Hall of Fame caliber. And I believe the Hall of Fame, in not saying it, but with their actions, kind of forced the hand here. And I think if you're going to blame anybody, I think you need to blame the Hall of Fame. Okay, and, and that's I blame the Hall of Fame, but you, how does it change? You know, <laughs> how does it does it ever change until like the inevitable where the people in charge have to move on? Yeah, I mean, well, that and that, well, that's a different that's discussion. It. That's it. I mean, at the end of the day, sometimes that's the only solution. <laughs> Tony, man, I appreciate uh, appreciate your time. Certainly, Th- in thirty seconds, Tony, do you have a problem with David Ortiz getting in and Bonds and Clemens not? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's inconsistent. Uh, I think they're all Hall of Famers. I, I don't think there's any question about that. I, I don't have a problem with David Ortiz. Yeah, and that, that's what I hate about this whole thing, too, is David Ortiz is, is, is being a little bit diminished here because he did get in. It's not his fault that these guys voted for him and not the other guys. Um, they're all Hall of Famers, clearly. So uh, it's inconsistent, but I don't have any problem with David Ortiz getting in. All right, well, Tony, again, appreciate your time, man. I'll be I'll be hitting you up for poker tips and uh, golf swing tips and everything <laughs> like that uh, coming up very soon, my friend. See you on the course, bud. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, thank you. All right, Tony Paul, everybody, Detroit News. Follow him on Twitter, at Tony Paul 1984 Subscribe to the Detroit News, too, DetroitNews.com. They got a print edition for your tablet. It's beautiful, man. Every, every morning, I fired up, eating breakfast, and uh, – reading the paper another thing i like to do pretty much every day at least monday through friday i roll through planet fitness and goblins <laughs> that is right home of the judgment free zone where you can work out in a non-intimidating judgment free atmosphere the membership it's easy 10 bucks a month that'll get you into your local planet fitness they have a black card option at 22.99 per month you get the hydro massage chairs total body enhancement all that stuff for me access to over 2,000 locations worldwide unlimited guest privileges as well and they're everywhere when you travel they're everywhere planet fitness to me uh, i can't recommend them enough the my home club here is the one uh right up here maple road in troy great staff in there very clean club, 
really enjoy my experience there at Planet Fitness. Can't recommend them enough. And like I said, I actually go there. It's like the Gypsy Vodka thing. I actually use it. I can firsthand tell you. Very, very happy there. And I think you would be too at Planet Fitness. You can join in club or online today at planetfitness.com. Right now, $0 down, 10 bucks a month. Get in there. Give it a, give it a try. You know, see if it's for you. Because once you give it a try, you'll be in there. That's the way. That's the way I honestly feel about it. Right now, too, they're hiring all positions. For more information, if you want to work at Planet Fitness, go to planetfitness.com today. It took exploring 50 different formulas and hosting countless taste tests, but we believe Gypsy Vodka is the smoothest vodka on the market. Don't believe us? Ask the owners. We're Mike and Adam Kazanowski with High Five Spirits Distillery. We're in a close to about 1,200 locations throughout Michigan. We wanted to create a brand that was geared more towards freedom, love, adventure, and at the end of the day, we really wanted to tell a story that inspired other people to take risks, follow their dreams, whatever that might be. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Woodward Sports. This part of the show today? Watch again on YouTube or download the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Oh, Back what do at we got? it, <laughs> Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule, Darren McCarty here in the house. We got Sawyer, we got Fish as well, and on our YouTube channel right now, we're playing the video. Do you remember this? Yes, I do remember this. We're playing the video. Barry Bonds, for those of you that don't know this, got intentionally walked with the bases loaded one time. The Diamondbacks were up 8-6 to six in the bottom of the ninth. The Giants had the bases loaded. Buck Showalter chose to intentionally walk Barry Bonds. And for me, D-Mac, that was the moment where they should have stopped the game and put him in the Hall of Fame. He should have touched first base. They presented him with his Hall of Fame jacket. He's the greatest player ever. That doesn't happen, right? That's intimidation personified. My question is, what did Jeff Kent do after that? Uh, they got the they got the next hitter out and won the game. They did yeah. so <laughs> smart. And then uh, for anybody else, just want to see, oh, could he really hit a ball? I think he hit this one 684 feet um, in training. But just the talent and and you know I, I seen something say that no supplement ever you know hit a ball as far or threw a ball or did whatever else. There to me. It's the, Tony said it, it's the inconsistency, right, of of not showing consistency if you are the end-all, be-all place, yeah. right? If you're the holy grail, the holy land, but they broke that a while ago, like he mentioned throughout the years. So I just want the narrative that if I walked in, 
right? Came from another planet or was born 100 years later and was, and baseball, if it was still going, or, oh, they used to play this game. Oh, and there's this guy. Oh, and this is what they did. Oh, ooh, they were using that stuff. Oh, I heard about that back in the day. It'd be like us going back in the 1800s. Here, here's my thing, too, DMAC, is, and, Joe Smith on our YouTube chat thread says Ortiz was a juicer as well. And right, and that's where it stops for me. And again, that's why I'm not even talking about the PED stuff. Where well, that's the you, you can you can chop Barry Bonds' career in half, chop it in half, and he's still the greatest player to ever play. You guys understand he is a five hundred home run, five hundred stolen base guy. He's a different and and here's the thing. He was still an unbelievable player. It's just the evolution from, you know, this this center fielder, this out or this outfielder with all the speed and and maybe not as much power to the power guy that still had the speed, that had the greatest eye. He had the greatest <laughs> right. eye in the world, right? Yeah. How many times that he would walk? I mean, it's, the selectivity was unbelievable. 500 home runs, 500 stolen bases. I know he went up above 700 home runs, but 500 home runs, 500 stolen bases. Nobody in baseball ever has done that. Nobody was even 300-300 except for one player, his dad. Like, that's it's so it's other. It's, it's not a anything. debate. Yeah. There's no discussion, to me anyway, that he's, he is the greatest overall baseball player of all time. And if he's not in your Hall of Fame, as, as Pete said before, then you don't have a Hall of Fame because that's comical. And David Ortiz is in. There's two things with David Ortiz. Number one, as Joe Smith said, he's a juicer as well. And number two, he wore that shirt when he got the call. But here's did, did you see the shirt he had on when he got the call? I, I, I go back and forth. Like I'm like, I don't know about it. But then again, it could be the greatest shirt ever worn uh, during during a Hall of Fame call. Soyo Soyo put that up in a minute on the YouTube. But here channel. and here's the whole thing, right? Where the David Ortiz, the MLB went the opposite of what they did with uh, Schilling, with Bonds, or whatever. They made him the face, right? They made David Ortiz the face of MLB. So you knew this was inevitably coming. But it's just the fact is, where's the consistency? Yeah, and, and my problem is with the with the baseball writers. That that's where it is for me. And Tony Paul brought up a good point. And I didn't consider it. He did get sixty six percent of the vote. So sixty six percent of baseball writers thought he should be in, which is which is fair. And that's a great point by Tony. Maybe I'll dial it back uh, just a little bit. Naki two three says, "Don't ever piss off a writer if you plan on making the Hall of Fame." That's my problem with it. That yep. somebody who votes for it is going to put their own personal feelings. Inside it, wouldn't you in, have so much more respect for some for a writer that said, I absolutely disagree with everything they did and whatever that, but because of whatever else, but it's with, not about you, baseball but, no, writer, no, 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 but where it's I disagree, where he personally doesn't, whatever, but can realize that it's bigger than that and say, like, I would get the one that says, No, this I'm against it, against it, against it, but in the bigger scheme of things, because the baseball hall of fame is bigger than me. He deserves to be in because right. the stats and they can't on the do field. that, and that's what people can't we do need these days. More it's not to about stand up and make their own opinion. It's not about this old guy baseball writer. There's Poppy shirt, by the way, that oh, he wore when he when he was getting a call. Big pimp and Poppy. What Sawyer? What do you think about that shirt? It's a fresh shirt. I'm not <laughs> okay, gonna lie. It's a good I go one. back and forth. Yeah, I mean, it looks super comfortable, but it's so soft. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's fresh like and silk. clean. It's fresh Sawyer to death, can rock isn't that. it? Would you rock that, Sawyer? Oh, yeah, I'd rock that. You'd like wear that out of the beach. rock that at the Falling Warehouse yeah. oh. for the deuces. Going to the beach with the pina deuces. colada in hand. You, you would rock. Sawyer, would oh, you, yeah. you'd wear that at the Saturday Night Frat Party, wouldn't you? That'd be a good one, yeah. It, it would be, a, be good a good one. one. It'd be quality. I guess that's, that's my problem with all this, though, is 
my problem is with the baseball writer that makes it about them. And we see this with the Heisman. That's why I have a big problem with the Heisman voters too. A, there's too many Heisman voters. But B, I just I don't like that stuff. And look, there there's different media stuff that I vote on too. I, I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't care about how they are as a person. I don't care whether or not I like them or don't like them. It doesn't matter to me. I vote for the Michigan Sports Hall of Fame. I don't care what they do. Here, here's the, the thing, field. right? Most of the time, the, the voters are anonymous. So there's and no, that's, and there's that's no accountability. My so the fact that if we could call up and people would stand behind it in today's day and age, the not the lack of accountability, because if somebody who has a vote explained why they didn't vote and kept it, then you have to sort of, it's like the Lions fan. You sort of got to say, okay, you got this position. You did the job. I don't like it. But you stuck up for yourself and you have a side instead of just going, well, because that's what they said or yeah. because that's a, that's what's been done before. So, Pat, Adam, right. do you ever think it's going to change? Or no. are they done or is it a special exemption? Well, yeah, they, they go to the Veterans Committee now and, and then maybe the Veterans Committee can get them put in. I think ultimately they will just because of the backlash that right. seems to be growing. So I think ultimately they will. Uh, Pat Riley says, Babe Ruth has all the stats and still has the lowest DRA in World Series history from his days with Boston. Could Bonds pitch? No. Ruth greater than Bonds. Well, if Bonds played then, we'd never know because they didn't let black people play then if you want to go there because that was a part of it too. Bam. And that's why I have a huge, huge issue with that stuff as well. You know, yeah. So do you, what about um, the one thing that Tony said, though, about baseball making money and this not really affecting the overall with the lock do you think this has this can't help can it or or is it more people like this doesn't really matter what the hall of fame does as far as their fandom to major league baseball because we agree it's sort of deteriorating they're not helping themselves out i just it was interesting to say that they don't really worry about it because they're still making money Sure, and, and that's it, too, it, because it fits the narrative, right? Again, going back to these writers that, that vote for this, you know, through that whole steroid era, they grew their following. They grew their readership. They grew that's their income. They, you know they grew their income during that time, too. And now, all of a sudden, they're the moral police and they're the gatekeepers. And DMAC, look, I've told you guys this before. I'll always be honest about what I say here in this microphone. And I do this profession for money. I do. It's my job. It's what I do. It's not the it's not the main driver of me do like I love what I do. That's that's the main driver for it. But I do need money to the live. The bags of gas. You need gas for the car. I got the a furnace. I got a furnace to pay you for, gotta man. You got to get left, right, center <laughs> everywhere you go. But I'm honest about you gotta that. Got to fuel the plane. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Absol I'm honest about that. I think that's the one thing about Big D Energy is that you're going to always know where we stand. And we're, I'm, all, I'm never, we're honest about everything to a fault. Yeah, and and that's where like I'm never going to I'm never going to be critical of an athlete that you know, should they take a home just said no, I'm not going to take a home count. That's why I'm not critical of Indomitian Sue the way some people are. Go to Florida and play, man. They're going to pay you more money and you're going to pay less tax. That's what's important to you, man. Go do it. That's what you're about. You're doing it. You're a professional. Like you're doing it for money. Dude, this I remember, is your employment. I, I always tell this story is that Marty the point after we won in 98 and he was unrestricted. And Boston offered him like four years, twenty million. Detroit couldn't match that or whatever like that. And he was literally in tears telling us like like 
how do I, I don't want to leave and stuff. And we're like, who, me, Drake, small, you know, Ozzy, we're like, if you don't leave, you idiot, and go take the money, you can always come back or whatever. But Bulldog, that's your, this is it. Set, this sets the family up. This is like, you know, it would always be the brother, you know, and then there was always outside. We always hoped that it would come back and play again. It never worked out, but we're still as tight to this day. But it's like, one of those things is like, bro, go get your bag, bro. Right. Like, and that's it. But, but as athletes, it's tough sometimes because it's not about the money. Mo money's a motivating factor because of what it gets you, but it's that, it's that commitment to, what did you say to me earlier? I don't care who's involved as long as they, as long as but they care. As long as they care. That's all that that's the prerequisite for big the energy is you gotta care. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Matt Carrier said Lou Whitaker should be in the Hall of Fame. Million percent. Go line it up with Joe Morgan. Everybody's hero. Everybody's second Lou baseman Whitaker hero. Lou Whitaker and Chris Osgood. Here we go. Chris Osgood. There's the Detroit. Yeah, that, There's the, and, those are two. And that, Sergey to the, to the rafters. Ooh, and, here we yeah. go. Let's get behind These it. are no-brainers, man. We need, and, we need and, retire, and retire George Kell's number, too. Oh, yeah. I'll fight about that one, man. Oh yeah, I'll the, fight are you gonna you fight for the broadcast because he's the multi-tool athlete. He is a, almost wow, thirty years the, of service to the Tigers organization. Was a Hall of Fame player. Period. End of player story. broadcaster working. Wow, love it. This this should be a no-brainer. Should be a no-brainer. I'll even I'll tell you this. To me, nah, they're they're now nah, they're right necking. I was I almost went in whoa, recency you, by. I almost went got, in and said George Kell before Fedorov if you had to choose one. But whoa, I, I'll die on the whoa, hill for both of them. Whoa, whoa. That's uh, all right. Hey, can we get that clipped? Can you clip that for us? <laughs> uh, Neil saying George Kell. Maybe, maybe. I know if there was a folding hall of well, I don't know that Sawyer would be in the folding hall of fame, but he'd be in the mystery beer vending machine hall of fame. Oh, he definitely would. I mean, I, I think I got a nice run if I go back perform well these next few times i could be in the falling hall of fame hey like, somebody said that, that was a oh chef chris said that was a versace sports shirt <laughs> Ooh, okay yeah. i'll have to do some research so after definitely you know, wear that the next that. time i go falling that's it. everybody will Ooh, know i mean business you know? in order to hit the falling hall of fame you gotta hit the bonk <laughs> oh yeah dude i was actually gonna talk about that today in the falling warehouse street Ooh. if you go and play i mean special thing called the bonk it's not really mentioned a lot in the read but there's actually a train horn on the first bar in the falling warehouse and if you hit a bonk which is where you hit the middle pin down and nothing else falls you get to unannounced just go pull that train horn scare everybody in the falling warehouse i haven't had the honor of doing it yet but i mean i really want that bonk that's like, the that's the hall of fame right as there. much fun as the mystery beer machine is the bonk's next on the list for me so all you got to do is go to the falling warehouse and ham tramic giant warehouse so many lanes to play you can show up pay ten dollars open to close unlimited play just throw till your arm falls off have as many mystery beers as you want you can also rent private lanes for around 120 bucks. do corporate events. We had our Christmas party there, team building events, family reunions. You can think of it. You can do it. Bring your own food in. Make a picnic basket if you want. Bring a little blanket. Put it on the ground. Have some sandwiches, finger food. Uber eats some food in. Joyk loves doing that. Braylon brings us in some Chick-fil-A every once in a while. If we go to the Folding Warehouse or just for lunch here, it's always nice to get some food. You know, Uber eats it. Bring it in. Don't have to make it yourself. Real tasty. And then the main event. Everybody knows the Mystery Beer Machine. It's a hitter. We're getting people sending us stuff in. Send me your Mystery Beer Machine hits. We'll put them on the show. We got to give updates about what the consumers are doing, you know? Got to show that it's a true formula that works. But, I mean, if you don't want to get the Mystery Beer Machine, you don't want to risk the $2. They have over 100 beers to choose from. So you can get yourself a Voodoo Ranger. Get yourself a Stella. If you're feeling Irish, get yourself a Guinness. Just eat that beer, you know? It's something delicious. I love eating me a Guinness every night right with dinner so all you got to do 
Just do me a favor. Go to the Folding Warehouse in Hamtramck or go to thefoldingwarehouse.com. This is Big D Energy on the Woodward Sports Network. We got Neil on the desk, D-Max back, Fish is swimming in his booth making sure we sound good, and I'm in here keeping us live. Be right back. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. What's the over-under? Should I tease? Who is the lock of the night? Make sure you're watching Woodward Bets to get the latest in sports betting and more. Woodward Bets, daily on Woodward Sports. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Back at it, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule, DMAC, Darren McCarty here in the house as well. Happy to have all of you with us. And uh, yeah, I got heated there about the uh, baseball Hall of Fame discussion. Uh, where was it here? On a YouTube chat thread. Remember, too, you can uh, tap in with that. Gator Raider says, 91 to the rafters. I'll die on that hill. Tammy Chin, I agree. George Kell should have been done years ago. And that is, that is egregious. That one's egregious, too. Egregious. Just as egregious as as Sergey Fedorov is. And, and hopefully one day that gets uh, that gets rectified. Uh, Sergey, well, I think it's more egregious. Honest, honestly, I think it's more egregious for the time spent, for what he did as a player, for what he did as an announcer, for what he did yeah, for the organization. Almost 30 years of service That's to the organization. I, I get and a Hall of and Fame And did player. not leave, right? There's no the way that he left and stuff like, like that. I think that's just more atoned to ownership at the time and appreciation. So now, now would be a great time. Man, we're noticing a theme. Noticing a theme with all that, man. I wonder what that connector is but anyway um <laughs> uh sergey will have his number in the rafters eventually i think it will be within the next two years it's all going to depend on mrs illich and that again comes from tammy chin um there were people too talking about the hall of fame stuff and why trammels in and all that kind of stuff and someone talked about ozzy smith winning 13 gold gloves you know that's cool if you're into marketing that dude was a 260 hitter man a 260 hitter hit 28 home runs ever you know, like if you're into marketing, you're into the backflips and stuff like that, then go ahead and fall for that. That's cool. And I'm not saying there's not a place for him in the Hall of Fame. But Alan Trammell's a Hall of Fame player too, and so was Lou Whitaker. That's it, man. 
One of the people talk about Joe Morgan and stuff like that. Yeah, Joe Morgan was a great second baseman. So was Lou Whitaker. And he was part of the most prolific double play combination in baseball history. The most history. prolific double play combination. When you're the bet, we didn't you start, You know the double play? Didn't you start the, the show talking about when you mentioned Dave Burkett, uh, writer for the Freep, and yeah. stuff like this, talking about Matt Stafford and just numbers but not having a, a, the vote? But you're talking that Matt Stafford's going to get in because of his, his passing air yardage and stuff. You're, number, you're, you're talking about a guy in the top five. You're not talking about the best at all time yeah. ever over the duration plus the years they played together. You know, to me, it's just there's, but in every sport and every Hall of Fame or in every whatever, there's always somebody that you leave a head scratching. Right. Right. That one just, and the fact that at the end of the day, you go, well, did he, did he, he didn't get, um, won a championship. Yeah, he did. He didn't, you know, like, I don't know. That that one scratches my head, too. Yeah. Uh, C.J. Schneider says, part of the Hall of Fame is integrity. And then Rob Swift uh, echoes my sentiment, says, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's about what you did between the lines. Rob says, Ty Cobbs in the Hall of Fame had zero integrity. Didn't he punch somebody that was in a wheelchair and knocked them out of their wheelchair that was at a game? Like, he's in. Not a big fan of black people like, was Ty Cobb. Noted. Well, the, just all the things that you even see is that they, Ty Cobb, when <laughs> Ty Cobb's the epitome of the neo rule athlete. I don't want you raising my kids. I don't want you around my family, but good player. But you can't deny what he but was. You can't he, deny you know, what he was, right? Probably like, the greatest hitter to ever play for the Tigers. So I guess is this the. Uh, so is this the Hall of Athletic Human Beings, or is it the Hall of Athletic? No, see, my pro I guess this whole thing boils my, down it's to... It's the consistency and the lack of it everywhere around, and the different strokes for different folks. My, and, my problem is it's, it's the Hall of what fits our narrative. That's what I mean. That's, that's what it is, or it's the Hall of what we want to promote, or it's the Hall of who I think was a good guy to me. And that's what it all boils down to. And Jack Morris had his problems with the media. Lou Whitaker had his problems with the media. Barry Bonds certainly had his problems with the media and that doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's the greatest player the greatest player of all time to me I mean he just the numbers are astounding I do that every so often you go back and look at look at Barry Bonds number especially that run if you guys want to call it that run in the height of the steroid era where David Ortiz was involved with too and so were the guys that were pitching to Barry Bonds and so were the guys that everybody else was celebrating around Barry Bonds you know during the height of that the numbers were they were ridiculous and I'll say this DMAC too and I said I wasn't going to talk about the steroid stuff but here's a deal and and I'm curious to get your take on this because you know you were in professional sports in the you know in the steroid era of baseball you were in professional sports too the steroid thing, like people think that you inject the steroid into your arm and then you go from hitting the ball 390 feet to 700 feet. Like that's not what it is. You do the steroid so you can get on the field the day game after a night game. So you can, it's so you more can, of a recovery. So you, so you play 160 out of 162 games, especially in baseball where it's a daily grind. Am I, am I crazy when I say that? You tell me. You're the professional athlete. You were around in that time. I, know, I'm, you know, I don't know. I, I know you don't hockey, know, but, but I'm saying no. isn't a steroid... Yeah, I, I know it's gone through a couple guys, but it, like this thing about the size, but it, it's not. Th that wasn't really the. It wasn't the hockey it, thing. It, it, right. it wasn't the hockey thing. Now I'm sure that no, there there was different guys. They say use use it is like because of the size and stuff, but it doesn't benefit you because, um, 
because of having to be I don't I don't know, you just didn't find it find it in right. hockey but, was it, but baseball obviously But how I guess football. I guess I, this would have been but, a better but, way but to but ask you. How whole, big is here's recovery? the whole thing. When we say steroids, there's not one steroid. It's like saying marijuana. There's not one strain. There's all different. You know, you hear right. andro for building. You hear this for recovery. There's all different, but it's about poking in. It's about, can much be about recovery as it is about gaining strength or, or endurance or doing stuff like that. So it all depends on what, how you're using it. Right, so the the baseball players would use it differently than the bodybuilders. Right, and you know? um, on here too, Gator Raider says it. That's why bicyclists use PEDs. Higher red blood cell count uh, helps you heal faster, and that's yeah, what well, it is. That's so recovery is the key to professional sports. Recovery and endurance. Right, if you're healthy, that's the whole thing. And all honest, like that's the whole thing as far as you look at at. Um, recovery or options in in you know the organic and the plant medicine and stuff like that it's allowing your body to work for itself but it's all about getting your body to recovery recover the quickest when do you recover the fastest when you're sleeping right hence why cbd cbn and stuff like that is sort of like along the lines now what what the steroids and stuff does is just it like anything else just speeds up the process of what your body's doing and what you're producing so, but there's different things, I guess, what you would look for. And in baseball, it's, it's obviously strength, but recovery. But in baseball, see, here's the thing where it's the recovery aspect because, because being stronger, yes, probably hit the ball further, but it's, it doesn't... It, doesn't help your eyesight it's not you're not shooting carrots you know you're not injecting steroid of carrots to make your eyesight superman better or whatever like this <laughs> you still got to hit this ball coming in so as far as what the athletic ability i think it's misconstrued because the understanding is is they're different sort of steroids like like the kurt schilling right or the roger clemens as pitchers if they would have took allegedly things different than what a Barry Bonds would have took, depending mm -hmm. on what you're fighting. So, you know, it, it was around. And, and to say that you didn't know, like, and honestly, not not in our locker, our room or locker room, they're like, from this is more in junior, but I knew, you know, in the other professional sports in the town, that it was flowing through there. Right. And that and that's kind of my point is, it's not this. But it wasn't, it wasn't, not accepted you make the greatest point whether it was reporters reporting on this or whatever the the league accepted it that's the whole part how are you going to penalize something for where you because you don't like it? because you don't like that guy because you don't like that's said what it person. goes and everyone to. loved big poppy Be, right. everybody loved him because he was funny with the media and gave you good quotes and that's my problem with it they get to pick and choose who that's my problem with it. You're it's right. not just between the and lines. And it's because who's day, a good guy, who's not yep. a good guy. Who do they want? Integrity only matters when you want it to matter. That's my problem with it. And that's and that's why, you know, that that's my issue. That is. The Denver Nuggets had an issue with Cade Cunningham last night, which we're going to discuss when we come back. But let me tell you about the Sports Marketing Agency. SMA has been leveraging pro athletes and other notables for a decade against the issues around mental health and substance use disorder 
With the help of NFL alumni, Sean Jordan has been able to save lives and take a stand against these issues. Coming soon to Woodward Sports, the Sports Marketing Agency podcast. This is the F Word, a series on fentanyl. If you're struggling with substance abuse or mental health, they are here to help. Go to the sportsma.com. Again, that's the sportsma.com, the podcast. This is the F Word, coming soon to Woodward Sports. Six dark corners. A driveway and a patio. Five windows that could become doors. Every house has unique security challenges. Guardian Alarm has more tech, more team, and more ways to help keep them all safe. Get a professionally designed and installed security and smart home system from Guardian Alarm. Sign up today and get a free video device. Guardian Alarm. Smart. Right from the start. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT season for us we're talking sports 365 detroit sports network woodward sports back at it big d energy woodward sports network moving strong here into the second hour of the show big hello to everyone listening on 93.5 the roar 99.1 fm 94.7 hd2 don't forget about the podcast page as well somebody earlier today was asking uh you know where else can we get it other than the youtube channel certainly you can go back and forth on the youtube channel but subscribe to the Big D Energy Podcast on your phone. Rewind, fast forward, listen to the show on your terms. Go ahead, Bluetooth that thing in the car and roll out. Absolutely, you can roll out. With all apologies to Ludacris, you know, you can you can roll out. But, roll uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> Terry McCarty, Neil Roll, Sam and Sawyer here with you. I, I did, I did want to talk about this because I, I think it might have gotten glossed over a little bit in the landscape of sports last night for for those of you that don't know, yesterday evening at Little Caesars Arena, Kay Cunningham popped off. Had 34 points, eight rebounds, I believe, eight assists as well. Now they lost. And four blocks. And four blocks and as well. first player since Michael Jordan in the 70s for those that sort of stat line. In a game. Player in a game. As a rookie. I mean, it, it's, it is you unbelievable. You tell me, basketball guyer. You tell me. <laughs> Because the biggest thing that I liked about yesterday's performance, where you look at it, it's unfortunate. Weren't allowed to, they did not win, but this shows it. Did you, uh, Sawyer, I sent you something of my favorite uh, non-Piston player. Remember this kid, Jalen <laughs> Green? Did you see his stat line, Neil? Might you read that right there from last night? Oh, so of 11 from the floor, wow. Oh, for 11. Oh, for six, he had like three points, three assists, two rebounds. And what's the quote say? I wanted to be the number one pick. Well, guess what, you doucher? Stay out of Dodge. Get out of the D. We got the K train doing his job. We're going to get him some help sometime soon. Hopefully, Jeremy Jeremy Grant gets moved on and we move into this. Um, But, gosh, nights like last night, right, right into that good feels category about what's going on in the future and you know disappointing they didn't win but man that would have been one to be down there for yeah I mean and to be fair too, the Denver Nuggets roll into town with in in my opinion one of the best basketball players in the NBA probably doesn't get the credit he deserved although he did win uh, MVP last year in Nikola Jokic and he had a 2020 game the the Barbara Walters the game as I like awesome. to call it he's He's incredible, Because he's man. so big, right? Well, like, he's a unicorn because you can run the offense. He brings the ball up the floor at times. 
and probably the best passing big man in the league. That's why people, I always laughed at this in, in the basketball circles and all my friends that are in the basketball world. We would joke about this. We joke about it on, on Oakland road trips and stuff like that. We had a big Lakers fan that was in the in the travel party. He would he would always talk about Anthony Davis all the time. I'm like, you guys, do give me Nikola Jokic over Anthony Davis a hundred times out of a hundred, man. The dude's so versatile. I mean, he is he's fun to watch. I'm sad I couldn't be at the game last night because I'm such a big Jokic guy. But Kate Cunningham, man absolutely popped off yesterday and he's Dom Rivera says I put I put money on Cade for rookie of the year after last night and Dom I think that's going to be money that's going to be money well invested hope you popped on uh mybookie.ag to do that but um I mean DMAC it's clear it's obvious it took him a minute and I know that society's changing and again, I, I like to do this. I like having you as a resource because you, you live the professional sports life. And it's different because it's hockey and basketball. But when you show up on the scene coming from college or coming from juniors, man, that stuff's a different world. Oh, yeah. Man, man versus boys. You know, you're not doing the same thing. I think you see it and you find it more so. And, and basketball, with the way the one and dones are, so you got, you know, like – for lack of a better term, these teenagers coming out, they're playing against men. You know, what did I say at the beginning of the year? Wait till Kay Cunningham gets his man strength, comes yeah. into his man body. He's still got his, like, drafted LeBron. How, <laughs> how effective is he going to be? So it takes some time to and to understand. Like, you're here's the difference, Neil. When you're 18, 19 years old and you're fighting 18, 19-year-olds or 17, 18-year-olds and then all of a sudden you're 20 years old and you're fighting a 30-year-old that's got three kids and his old lady's yelling at you in the crowd. It's a different beast, bro, right? It's it, That's the real deal. So I think it's growing up real quick. I think that it's the maturity that really helps. I think I, I use the comparisons of you look at the one and two, you look at Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham, and the maturity is what you're seeing. Not only the ball game, but this maturity. If you watched last night, and it was mentioned in the comment, um, you know, Cade didn't back down from Jokic and actually uh, uh, had him falling on a three-point step back, uh, you know, move later. So it's the confidence to know that he belongs in this league with these playing against these big men, playing against these all-stars, Hall of Famers, and it's just something that you know what you got. You got a centerpiece, and every time he gets out on the court, he's only going to get better because he's going to mature more. And number one, like I've always said, it's the maturity of this kid that I like the most. Yeah, and you, you did. And he's you, got game. Yeah, no, you, you opened my eyes to that too because I've thought about it, but I didn't think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And But now you're seeing it coming to fruition. Right, absolutely. And, and there was a maturity to his game even in college. I mean, yeah. I talked about that when we played at Oklahoma State last year it almost seemed like he was a guy with his team where it was his team and when it was winning time yeah it was it was time to roll let me know and, and, you and let then me he know. and then he kind of you know he got a dunk and then he got a steal and a run out dunk and the arena got going and everything like that and before you know it it, it was it was over and he he kind of closed the door on that but what i love though is and it's not going to happen every single time. It didn't, you know. He didn't go nine for eleven in the fourth quarter and come back and, and lead the Pistons uh, to the victory. It's not going to be like this every single time. But there's that degree of his game where when it's all on the line, just, he he raises his level of play. He does. Here's the thing, it, you know what he's building into, and and here's the long term play. Everybody who watched 
that Tampa Bay Rams game, the Rams are up and whatever, you know that Brady effect. Don't count Tom Brady out until he's absolute until the clock's done. Right? You can't, even though you want to, everything down to the wire, right? That's sort of what this kid, he's got you know that when the when the heat comes on and when it's time to go, he's developing in. Because think about it. In two, three, four years, once he's developed the body and the confidence and stuff like that, that's leadership, bro. Yeah. Knowing how to lead other players and, and also knowing what do you see from most young players? Is that they got one speed. Go, 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 go. Right? He's got more the maturity is that okay, I'll wait until it's the right time to go. Right? Yeah. He works he works smarter, not harder. Uh, Ryan's reaction says, How many free throws did Kate get? He didn't get any last night, but it's really funny because the Nuggets shot 31 of them, and the Pistons shot 14 of them. And trust me, I know a little something about this. It seems to be unequal to me. I guess the Nuggets were just playing harder the whole time, right? I guess they were. What's the Nuggets' record in the league? <laughs> well, and, you know, you have the league MVP, you know. But that's that's fine, though. You've you got to go through it. Yeah. No, exactly. This is the time to go through it. And and here's the thing, the perseverance. And what I like, too, is that, you know what? These guys know it. Cade knows it. Cade, and, and here's the thing is a lot of times, and, and other than, and, and you know what? I wasn't here when you guys talked about him getting ejected or whatever like that, which was a joke. But it's just one of these things that you don't see him get rattled. But like he knows that it's gonna turn down the road. He's taking this now, going, okay, here's our record. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna eat it right now, because you know what? In a few years, we're gonna be getting these breaks. Because I'm not gonna bitch and moan about it. Because I'm not gonna make it make it something that other young guys do. And the refs are gonna recognize the league's gonna recognize that. And I do see too a lot of people talking to the or pointing to the NBA draft because you know it's that's the situation right now is where. With the Pistons, the playoffs are not going to be in reach. So uh, naturally, I mean that's that's the you know the angle that you turn to. And as I sit right now, they do have the second worst uh, record in the league. And for me, it's a two horse race this year. The, my opinion, just me talking as a guy that watches college basketball the same way that that you guys do. But you know, there's there's the Bonchero crowd, and then there's the Jabari Smith crowd from Auburn. I know a lot of people like Chet Holmgren. I'm not as much of a fan uh, for him. Uh, but with all that being said, I would like to see Jabari Smith with a little pick and pop with Cade Cunningham and, and see how that thing works out. I think Banchero is like an NBA ready score to go in and get his and, and, you know, be able to fill it up and either would fit very, very nicely with this Pistons organization, but this is where it is right now. And I said this DMAC at the end of last year, I said this at the beginning of this year, the Pistons could be the same record wise, the same where they were one of the worst teams in the league record-wise. They could be the same this year and be a better team. They are a better team because they have that man on the floor. And this guy is going to be the rookie of the year. He is. And all the qualities that you talk about, he's going to be a good player. Because of all those qualities, there's a piece. It, it, it wasn't... See, people thought like you were getting LeBron or something like a franchise changing no. dude, but even LeBron in the first year, no. you know, didn't just come in and, and change the narrative of the Cavs organization. It is going to take a minute. It is. I know we don't want to hear that, but that's where it is. Yeah, but here's the difference, though, is that I always thought, you know, LeBron 
always at the beginning was always like the, the sort of the golden child. It was always the game. It was always just elite, you know, comparable to Kobe and MJ and stuff like this. Kate Cunningham, not that. Kate Cunningham come in as the complete and the leader and, and the maturity. So it's the pieces to go around. So my question is, is, is who's not the best available? But I, I asked Neil Rule, who's the best complimentary piece, not only with game, but with attitude, who fits in into, because what you want is if Kate Cunningham, it's sort of like the Dylan Larkin. There's your leader, right? Now, who's your team has to have that Kate Cunningham or that Dylan Larkin ask about them throughout the lineup, right? Even all of us, right? We still, whether he likes it or not, we got Eiserman Stank on us, right? You know, <laughs> we're all a Stevie's guy. Whether he likes to admit it or not, yeah. They, they, you take it and you leave it, right? Because so Cade's gonna have a DMAC in there, whether it's beef stew or whatever it is, if that's the long-term case. But when you're talking about and whether whatever sport we're talking about, building pieces, right? It makes it's a lot easier to be a fan when the GMs hit on the ones they're supposed to. Right. Right. Look at what we're doing here with Cider Raymond at this point. Right comparable to Cade Cunningham. I think it's right? safe to say even, Cade's a hit. Even, right? Yeah. Even coming off, right? We're we're talking about, and I'll lead it back to the Stafford, right? In 2011 or whatever, it was supposed to be this guy for us. And he's not that for us. And it's the breakup. It's the breakup of him moving on to, to something else that he was meant to be with somebody different because of the fact, and and it's not a detriment, Right? He did everything he could to this, for this franchise. It just the ingredients and the pieces of the puzzle all around him, as great as they were, it just didn't work, right? Now he's got an opportunity. So that's the divorce. What we like here is we're from day one, from the ground, from building. Now, you look at Red Wing wise or whatever like this. Yeah, it's been tough. You look at your Zadina. You look at the different guys at the times where it's been a struggle when you don't hit on these guys, right? So now it's about building and moving forward. And I think that both the Pistons and the Red Wings have their pieces and their Larkins and their and their Cunninghams. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, if you look at it too... LeBron's first year, the Cavs didn't make the playoffs. No, and then he didn't commit to me. To me... I don't know. LeBron, leadership-wise, you know what I mean, is always more self-serving. I don't see Cade as much as that. You know what I'm saying? Like a bigger picture. But it's also, too, is is having – there's more hype on LeBron and more, more cameras and stuff like that. Regardless to say, it doesn't matter if your name's LeBron, your name's Cade, your name's Dylan. Let's be honest, we like football, we like hockey, we like sports, we like it all. And we like things uncomplicated, like Lady Jane's haircuts for men. You walk in, you sign in, you sit down before you know it. You are handsome and clean. Get the Lady Jane's open 10 to 8, 7 days a week. Walk in anytime, it's wicked awesome. Big D energy here. Neil Rule, D-Max, so you're on the ones and twos. Fish in the fishbowl. Rawr, we'll be right back with Word Sports Network. Life is full of hard choices. We're here to make one of life's biggest decisions as simple as possible. My name is Christina Gennari, and for over 20 years, I've helped hundreds of families buy and sell homes. We cover all of Metro Detroit and more, from large luxury homes to starter homes. We will work hard to make sure that you get the home of your dreams. So if you're in the market today or even thinking about buying or selling in the future, 
Make the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, the obvious choice in real estate. Visit us at soldchristina.com today. Our sports. We just wish they'd love us back. Detroit Sports for Detroit Sports fans. Woodward Sports. Back at it, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network. Neil Rule, DMAC, Darren McCarty here in the house as well. We got Fish, we got Sawyer, you know the squad that we have uh, up in here. But we talked Pistons, obviously, that big time effort from Cade Cunningham last night. He popped off, man. He did. And, uh, Made me feel really, really good about Cade, and that was a big-time, big-time game by him. Red Wings back at it tonight at Little Caesars Arena, and they'll be playing the Chicago Blackhawks on your mybookie.ag site. Uh, Red Wings a minus-115 favorite, so a slight favorite over the Blackhawks here tonight. Pretty much a pick them though, DMAC. Yeah, exactly, on TNT. TNT. AW. I'm making my way to AW, boys. Look out. <laughs> um, the TNT connection. No, uh, obviously, big game. Obviously, obviously, where the wings are at. And, well, they got, and I look. sit here every every time and, and, and just say, well, here's the inconsistency throughout. But again, uh, playing Chicago. Um, the history over the over the few years and stuff should should be a good game. I'm reading in the thread. Um, I'm taking, you know, some people think of Chicago, then other people think of Detroit's going to mollywop them tonight and stuff like this. Anytime you got Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves, you got to go against, you know, dynamic duo. Like, and then and that's what I, I mentioned, right? Where you see the dynamic duos on each team where you used to have that uh, one or two offensive guys, right? We used to be the 20 years. Well, the new thing is offense and defensive guys. Right, you know, where the the new dynamic duo is like the the Raymonds and the Siders, instead of like the Tays and the Canes. So um, should be should be a good game. Boys should be ready ready to go. Um, I mean, you know, different different guys stepping up or not stepping up. And here, this is where you know we're gonna talk. You're gonna ask me about the I, I got yeah. And and I'm all at critical I'm gonna mass. say before you say because we started this conversation during the break, and all I'm gonna say is sometimes the hashtag wiser plan doesn't always mean the cup is full. It means the wiser plan, you have to play it out. And if that goes down, what you're talking about, Zadina, and you're losing fuel and you're leaking and you're I'm not leaking happy, oil right now. You're leaking oil to yourself, right? But has the hashtag wiser plan showed you anything other than when he does, right? When he's given and we're talking about giving up on guys. If you want to talk about Zadina, you want to talk about the DeKaisers, you want to talk about the guys who maybe haven't done what's expected of them. Well, you see what Steve Eisenman is doing. This will go to the cat. This will go to the extension of my conversation about picking up Jamil Smith, right? Is that he's looking to plug and place guys? So now that the foundation around is starting to come together of what he has, what he's gonna have, and what's out there, now's the time between now and the end of the year where you'll see if there's something left. But if but here's my thing to you, Neil, no matter what the name on the back of the jersey is, if Steve Eiserman keeps him around, hashtag wiser plan, there's a reason. Again, the Blaschel, or the Zadina situation is the same conversation as last year's Blaschel. 
Is he? Why is he still the coach? Is he still the coach? Well, it's because Stevie says so. Well, why is it? Because Stevie says so. Okay. Okay. And that's so fair. that's it. So so you can if you're gonna sit on that because you know at the end of the day it's one of those things that could be well that stunk, right? And it's and it's you got another Tatar or Nyquist or whatever like this that just moves on or. Something happens and you're grateful that you stuck with it. So sure. I, now's not the time because we're, we're at bounce. the halfway point of the season. I mean, we're I just checking it, in, but we're just it's checking the halfway in. point of the season. We'll revisit it. This in April. season doesn't matter. Just like 34 games, two seasons, they get the whole 82 experience this year, right? Where they got the carte blanche. Moving into next year to training camp to whatever else with the way the draft is, whatever. There's no print. There's no like. Things will be played out. Your narrative to see whether he's going to be here, whether he deserves to be here, whether he's going to get a shot, or whether they've moved on, it's all going to play out in the last half of the season. But this is the last caveat. It's sort of like the first year for for the Lions. Lions still got a season left, while the Wings got half a season. Yeah, Sawyer put it up in our YouTube chat there. We closed out, have you had enough of winter poll? We always have the YouTube poll that's kind of going on in the background. Uh, 60, was it 68% of you said you've had enough with winter? I I have too. I'm surprised it's actually that low. Uh, who's closer to a championship in Detroit sports? That one's up on the, uh, the poll right now. Red Wings getting a lot of love early on. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's to be Here's expected, I would think. Here's the one thing too, Neil. Yes, and, sir. And, you know, I'll give it to the dabber. Zadina's 22. Yep. So, okay. So and that's so, fine. So what I'm that's saying, fine. right? That's is, fine. So so that what I no no. And all I'm saying to you is that plays in to the recipe. I'm like a pit bull on the, the chain right now. The recipe of the hashtag Wiser plan. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm just gonna hashtag yeah. Wiser plan. We can't talk about it until he makes <laughs> I, a decision. We're not gonna argue about it. We're not no. gonna whatever else. That has a lot to to do. With and it. I know everyone's gonna say he's 22, and I understand that. But here's where, here's where I do step in, DMAC, and here's my thought on it. Next year, the RFA year, restricted free agent. You're getting to the point. you got to start making a decision. Wise, okay, I understand that. Hashtag Eiser plan. Has he frivolous, frivolously spent money, given Never. contracts, done whatever else, not only here in Detroit, but even Never. in Tampa Bay? Never. Never. Right? Never does. Do you think – Philip Zadino no, would be the first one that he makes. No, absolutely not. So you get what you deserve in the Steve Eiserman. So that's why along to the lines of the way that how the Guardian alarm Steve Eiserman with the money and the Red Wing organization. So that's why I'm confident. But, it, but, it, but it's fair, though, DMEC. It's fair of me to ask the question. Like when people he say, well, he's, he's 22. He's 22. Like to, so to respond to people that say he's 22, okay, that's cool. But we're getting up to the restricted free agent year next no, no, year. That's, D- a decision has to be made. So like you, know, you can't, right there, you you can't just kick the can down aim, the road no, no, forever. No, you aim, quit. Stop with everybody else. When you're talking about this team, don't act like like it's you're doing the rest of it. Do it with the guy that's there that we know. So you know you would. I, my rebuttal would be, oh, so under the hashtag Wiser plan, it looks like coming up on his restricted free agent year, it's put up or shut up because because he ain't gonna give away anything else unless he if he, he dude he's signed with a two way contract or or is Zadina one of these guys that. 31 other teams says, oh, we can fix that kid. We can fix, which gives you trade bait with everything else, which brings an asset, which, 
which you would want at least because what's done differently, right? You use a high draft pick, and you know what doesn't work out? At least you move it for an asset or sure. whatever. So well, that's why, and Zachary here in the YouTube chat thread, why would you trade him at his lowest value? And Zachary, I'm just bringing up the point that the RFA year is coming up next year. Like, I, I know everyone wants to buy in, and certainly Steve Eisenman has a ton of goodwill, me included. I mean, you can't question the moves that he made. You can't question the way he built Tampa or anything. You can't question that. And I have 100% faith, DMAC, and that is why, why I'm not, you know, and, and we joked about it and stuff like that. Zadina was my guy to watch, and that was kind of going to be my cue as to, as to how the rebuild was going and all that kind of stuff. Look, for me, you can't just take that narrative and say, well, he's 22, or why would you trade him at his lowest value? The clock is ticking like it is, and it's ticking for a lot of players. That's the nature of the beast. My thing is, do I believe in Steve Eiserman? 100%. Implicitly. Implicitly, yes. And he'll do, he'll do what he thing. thinks is right. However, you guys can't have it both ways. It is concerning for me, and I think that's fair. What's both, I think it's what's fair. What's both ways? Because here's the attitude. Like, you can't when just say he, he's 22, he'll no, get no, no, it figured no, no. out. He, just he, just give him time. There isn't time. No, no, We're no, coming no. up on a decision year. What do you – who's giving – it's not giving – here's the thing, Neil. It's like I said all along. Steve's put his – now he's putting – you've got pieces in place. Now it doesn't matter if you're Philip Zadina, where you were drafted or whatever. If you fit a role on this team – you're that first overall sniper, all this jam is gone. You got to produce now because somebody else, right. all that shine has gone off. And how is that? And because Steve you're Eisenman's, only as good to your restricted free agent, all that stuff. Because Stevie don't give it. And it's the right. hashtag wiser plan. And Do you that's want, my point. If you guys want me to, to put down a list of why it's hashtag wiser plan, there are reasons not just to say that. It's the fact of what it means, right? That first, the that fifth overall, fourth overall, whatever it that's was. That's gone now. Dude, that's been gone yeah. for the last year. Because now, you know what? When he's out there picking guys off a different rosters to place in, that means that the structure of this team is almost in place. So you're either going to fill that role, you're going you're gonna to do it. And sometimes, you know what? The thing that was frustrating is because it's not through lack of of effort or extra work put in or whatever like this. And it's not through, he gets opportunities and chances. It's just being able to cash it in and stuff like that. So, so him continuing to get opportunities means Stevie still believes that it's there, but trust me, the sand's turned over. <laughs> right. It's and that's, and that's DMAC. I'm taking the long way around here when I say this. I, I'm trying to prepare the people here that are saying, well, he's 22. Let him get Why him. Why don't you let, worry let about Akuda, who you picked third overall, <laughs> that may never play a game in your organization for the Lions? That's that's the that's the the bad rub. Like he's ahead of that at least. Yeah, but like Zachary here says, Zadina's twenty two is a narrative now. It's a young man's game, but not everyone's going to pop like Raymond as a teenager. Late bloomers exist. Prepare your you guys prepare yourself for that. If it's not going to work out, Eisenman will cut. He'll cut it. It'll be it. Here's It'll be the over. Thing. And it's right here, right, Zachary. Right. Here's the here's the thing. You got his you got his. Uh, tag team partner coming back who we saw last year that they played well together obviously fellow countrymen in Verona right Jacob Verona that's probably what everybody in the building is waiting for Verona to come back to give Zadina the spark and if it does and it helps there's two guys you got going you not only get one guy back in Verona you get another guy in Zadina so that that is legit 
That isn't a legitimate point. Let's see how Zadina and Verona, when Verona comes back, play together. So that could be the hashtag wiser playing weight too because he knows that also too. Yeah, it's just my point of the whole thing is in 40 games, he's going to be on his restricted free agent in April. By the end of April, you have to take a look at Zadina and, and a real honest hard look, which Steve Eiserman will. I'm not saying he won't. I'm just trying to prepare the people right, here. Right, but you because... might get to see what, right, and here's the thing. It might be one of these things that, yeah, without with Verona, he, he puts in 10, 10, 15 goals in the second half, and it, it's one of these things where you understand, okay, these two need to work together. I mean, they're only good. You never separated Draper and Maltby, ever, right? And and different roles, penalty killing, you know, stuff like that, but but you never separated those two. I mean, there's tag teams in the, in that ways, and 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 it's easier to put a guy with them. So, I'm eager to see when Verona comes back. Okay, and that, and again, that's fair. But we're to that point, guys. I'm just saying it can't be all. No, you, you know, can throw the, hey, listen, the action fun You can throw the green time. to the yellow. I mean, you can whatever the 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 color scheme is. You're not red or orange yet, but you could be on alert. I mean, the that's, dander's in the air. Yeah, that's my point. The dander's in the air. I'm just I'm looking down the it's road here, and I'm not I'm not liking what I'm seeing right now. But you're liking what you just opened because Cintron yeah. World is an Fired aspirational up. lifestyle beverage brand, a line of sparkling energy beverages, premium water, bottled water, and revitalized shots the official energy drink of the red wings proud partners with the pistons and exclusively served at little caesar's arena if you're looking for premium ingredients long-lasting energy balanced hydration essential vitamins and let's be honest guys you need great taste as well cintron is your top choice by online at cintronworld.com with promo code red wings 10 save 10 percent with shipping included drink it live it with cintron <laughs> I want you to pedal into the next dimension. Spin it! Spin! Spin! Uh-oh! Carmen's falling behind. Let's give her the hiss of shame. Spin! Spin! Spin till you bleed! Don't ride the bike of shame. Come to Planet Fitness and find your own lane with tons of equipment, free fitness training, and no hissing. Join today for just $10 a month. Opinions are like ear holes, and we're putting ours in yours. Well, that's not winning, Joyk! It's Sports. Back at it, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule, D-Mac, Darren McCarty in the house. We got Sawyer, we got Sam. Uh, people, big fan of the dander is in the air. The dander's <laughs> up, my dander. <laughs> what is dander? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Epic says, Zadina's in the bottom six for now, so it's not like he's blocking time and doesn't have a big contract so we can afford patience with him. Well, Epic, that's my point. The patience runs out next year. Like soon, like 40 games from now. The patient patience runs out because financial decisions have to be made. That's the, the circle of life here. You know, like that's... That's my point. That's my point in all this is you got to take a look ahead now and see see what the story is and be honest. And that that is, again, to reinforce it, that's why I really like Steve Eiserman a lot. I, I really I mean, like I Steve Eiserman a lot. Fan. 
because there are there is no Franz Nielsen candy being handed. Again, I apologize. No to, Franz to bring Nielsen those, candy. There's no Franz Nielsen candy being handed out, and there will be difficult decisions made, and people will look at it and see, wow, you know, Zadina got let go or Zadina see, got traded. Here's how like, I would yeah, look, he did. I'm going to look at it opposite, right? Because Stevie's got no loyalty to Zadina because he's a Kenny draft pick. Right, so he sees something and he knows something and he knows there's a caveat there that he's trying to get this spark out. How many guys has he either seen by watching games or played with or whatever? There's something that's there that he thinks that he hopes can come out and capture. Now, here's the thing. There's a time window, right, where you got this time to perform and if you can't, you're not in Steve Eisman's time window, so... Don't be surprised if that happens, but I still think that there's a key with Verona. It's a check thing. It's a it's a it's a check okay. thing, and I, and I, and I believe I'm. When's Verona I'm back? waiting. Uh, February. Okay, so so he's soon. skating and stuff like that. So I believe 25 games with these two playing together and whatever. If if there's something there, we'll sit here and we're going. Okay, okay, I see, I see it enough to to want him. For more for more time, yeah, absolutely. And now, I'll, I'll ha- I have some time tonight, so I'll give it a deep. I'll give the game a deep dive tonight. I'll be locked in uh, to that one. So, looking uh, looking forward to it. And again, that's just something that's on my mind. I do do the Zadina check in. You know, it was big to me. Well, you check with the halfway yeah, hey, That's because you've been Zadina checked out for like months. We haven't talked about it. You've been no. avoiding it. It's one of those dirty, dark secrets. Four goals, seven assists, eleven points in forty games. Man, wasn't what I was looking for. I mean, it was promising to start. Though? You know, a couple power play goals. Oh, that was. Well, I was so he only needs three power play goals to hit your. Mark, yeah, but he's five, he needs five. 16 more goals. It's all right. In you never know. He got to be able to play to do that. Sean Payton uh, abruptly stepped away from the New Orleans Saints, which was I you know I think was newsworthy. If any of you guys missed that out there, that was pretty surprising, wasn't it? Well, you know what was surprising, and this is like one of the things that was brought up is that last week, Sean, there's a uh, odds Sean Payton to leave. As head coach was was would he leave? No was minus three thousand. Yes was was plus nine hundred. I, I you know somebody who picked picked that up, but um, interesting because the interesting thing is he gonna go? Because I've heard rumblings he's gonna go he's gonna go make his five million you know dollars doing uh, TV doing TV or or is there an outside possibility with the New Orleans connection? That he's a guy that peeks his head in this organization in some facet, in some sort of way. Not saying offensive coordinator or anything like that, but consultant or somebody to help Dan Campbell move along. I don't know, on or off the books or whatever like that. But obviously, you know what? Here's the one thing. I got to give Sean Payton credit because he put all his chips in <laughs> on the wrong guys once he lost Drew Brees and stuff like this. It was over. And it, and it goes back. Well, you know, you remember when Sean Payton was head coach in the Giants, he got his offensive uh, duties taken away from uh, play calling duties. So maybe this is uh, cutting his losses, you know, hanging his hat on Jameis Winston and uh, Simeon and, and uh, 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 Taysom Hill. Uh, right. Yeah, maybe maybe it's time for something else. But also, too, he's been there a long time. 
You know? Ran its course, maybe. It's right. We, like, if we say that, like, to hear it, it's sort of, yeah, surprising. But again, you look back, you go, no, that's ran its course. And it's almost like, it's almost like, you know, great, great win-win for the city. Because w- when he was coached with going through the hurricane and all that stuff, what it brought it together. I mean, I, I think the city and him should be friends. Yeah. You know, it's not like a, it's not like a, a firing, a sour leaving or something. I think it's a, might be a good new start for everybody. Yeah. The, the problem for me is, and right away it popped in my head, where how could this affect the Lions? And not from, not from what you had talked about, where Sean Payton, what could he do for Dan Campbell or anything like that? My problem is I think Aaron Glenn's going to get that job. Lions defensive uh, coordinator. Uh, great, great call. Great call. And, and and you know what? I can't be mad because what Aaron Glenn, because if, if the conversation, because usually, and you know this, right? These guys being from New Orleans, Dan Campbell gets the job. Dan Campbell reaches out. Sean Payton and Aaron Glenn, obviously, they're friends or whatever. Aaron Glenn goes and proves, to me at least, he deserves a shot from oh, what no he doubt. did. Oh, no doubt. And, right? and, and, and it yeah. could have been go do that, and then if you're ready, I'm going to back out, and you know what? It'll be your job. You know, this could have always – if this happens sooner than later, right, Neil, then this was sort of the timeline that everybody knew, and this won't be a shocker to even Dan Campbell and stuff like that. But that's a great point you brought up. I never thought of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm concerned. And, the and reverse I was, Saints effect. The reverse Saints effect. That's where it could be a problem. And I was looking at their financials for next season in 2023. They only have $25 million in cap space right now, but you still have to sign all your rookies, you know, all the, all the people that you draft. So you, you have like zero cap space. You basically have this team coming back again next year with your rookies and so that's that would it. make sense in having somebody who's familiar with the organization being away f- for a year yeah and you look at too like all their primetime players are all you know the cameron jordans latimer all those guys those are all defensive guys i just i they're in trouble with that michael thomas deal right now you know and that's where the the bill you know yeah. the, the bill the bill has come due they can they can get out of it this year for twenty three million in dead cap space, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, almost like they got to seriously think about that because the the hindrance of carrying on and being a not only the detriment to the locker room or or to the team is that that's an anchor and a weight that drags you down, especially when you only have a certain amount of time with your big dogs on the books, right? That could still the Cam Jordans, the Latimers, the guys that are on the books that rest from that can play, so. That'll be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And keep an eye on what they do with, with Alvin Kamara as well. Uh, Kamara right now in the middle of a five-year, $75 million contract. So it's just for them, they're going to be very, very limited in what they can do in free agency. The quarterback situation is is a disaster for them right now. That whole Taysom Hill $40 million contract thing. Don't get it. I never understood that from the second they signed that. Like I would have just, just spun it with Jameis Winston and moved on. You know, like that's... Yeah. That, that that's where you are in the game right now. So it it is going to be a bad situation. Whoever walks into there, and, and maybe that's why, you know, the Aaron Glenn scenario. They can say, look, the Saints have a very very good defense, very very good defense. Well, he knows it already. Yeah, right? and no, that's no, where he knows that's that. where if he comes down there, maybe he can say, look, this is where we are. I could probably salvage the most out of this. I know we're screwed, but 
I mean, basically, I could salvage the most. But out here's of this. the thing: the other that gets to me with when you're you're breaking this out is that this if if this plays out this way, it's already been thought about the you know the fruition, the game plan down the road, right? You know what I'm saying? Like like it's not going to be like the surprise. He's already thought about it. There's already been this. It's not like Sean Payne. It's not like Aaron Glenn wakes up today and goes, "Oh my gosh, Sean Payne just quit." You know, it's sort right. of, it's sort of these things behind, behind the scenes are talked about, not talked about allegedly or whatever like that. But guys, when big decisions are made like this, because there's so many moving pieces and because you're going against that, you need to familiarity and you need somebody that's coming in there, not only knows the organization, but has all the guys on his side of the ball, right? You're bringing a defensive guy. He's got his guys. He's got all the money there. They're not going to look to the offensive as much. You're going to make them suffer a little bit more. Does that make sense? No, it, it does. Yeah. No, it, it does. But he's, you know, <laughs> I, he's the most equipped for what they have, I think. So keep an eye on that. We'll see if Aaron Glenn gets that. Head, coach, head coaching job and who they're in their market for and everything like that. But I know if you're in the market for security, D-Mac. Oh, well, there's only one thing. If the Saints were smart, guarding alarm, they get it. Whether for home or business, a good defense helps you feel secure. Guarding alarm is state-of-the-art technology that helps you feel safe. All with 24-7 local monitoring. Guarding alarm also has convenient features that let you check in on your home or business, control lights, temperatures, tech smoke, or even that dead killer carbon monoxide so if you want to be a part of the big d energy woodward sports family you can but you gotta call so give us a call today 1-800 stay out that's 1-800 stay out get out get out stay out hey fish they need to hear this back all the people in the birmingham roast it's 1-800 stay out get the hell out (laughs) get out Yeah, I guess it's just grumpy fish in the fishbowl today. Stay out of his fishbowl, but call 1-800-STAY-OUT. Let him know. Woodward Sports sent your guardian alarm. Your local security experts. Fish, I expect more next week. Get away. And there we go. Anyways, Big D Energy. We'll be right back. Everything that we've hoped for finally He's going deep right side. Oh, that is Edwards out there. He goes up in the air at the goal line. Hey, it's Brad Edwards here wanting to welcome the Sports Marketing Agency to Woodward Sports Network to the family. Glad to have you guys. For the last decade, Sports Marketing Agency has literally leveraged athletes around issues such as mental health and substance abuse. through Friday for Big D Energy Live on the Woodward Sports Network with Stanley Cup champ Darren McCarty, former Lion Joyke Bell, and the silky voice of Neil Rule. Final segment of the show, Big D Energy, Woodward Sports Network, Neil Rule, DMAC, Darren McCarty here in the house, Sawyer and Sam. Terry Foster will be in for DMAC tomorrow as he closes up his business, business. dealings. Business. He's a, the man's about business. He's in business to do business. No, but uh, D Mac will be back in his regular, regular rotational uh, spot. His regular uh, daily feature. Taking daily my spot fixture. back. Pretty happy. A little bit of an update. Uh, got this nice stool, and the chair hasn't broken. So pretty good. Pretty happy. 
Pretty, uh, pretty you proud. Seem happy. Pretty proud of the crew. Yeah, you seem happy. Yeah, pretty proud. Uh, pretty fish, proud you're of over folks. there in the bowl. Yeah, I'm shocked that window's not dented. The uh, the African Nations mm. Cup soccer being played right now. You've been keeping an eye on that. Get get us updated. Well, Who's Neil, playing? What's the score? Uh, Ivory Coast and Egypt. So it's oh. actually like two good teams. But I'm not gonna lie, Neil. I know why you don't watch. Uh, it's a little sloppy. Uh, Mo, and Mo Salah's not playing in that. No, right? he is playing. Is he really? Yeah, he's playing. He, he got a few chances. That's Mo Salah TV then. Man. No. That bothers me being a Liverpool fan uh, that he's playing. I know. In that. Well, well, you but but you knew play? because no. he went to Africa. So you knew he was going to play. Yeah, that's true. No, I, I knew he would. But uh, you said it's nil-nil? Yeah, it's round of 16. So we got extra time. So hopefully we get a goal. But I don't know. It's a little, it's a little sloppy. But All right. Okay, cool. It's good soccer. Anyone, everyone should watch because it is a major tournament. Neil Rule. No, so, I'm not watching that fish. Why? Uh, are you gonna watch? It. Are you gonna watch the final next week? Yes. I, 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 you'll be happy. This this will this will be my um this will be my ODU fish. There's Pro Bowl when, next when, week. When I when I woke up this morning, the Australian Open was still going on, and my guy Medvedev was. was was playing in a five set or played almost five hours. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, I watched the end of that. So does that make you? Is yes. that good enough? Yes, that's good enough. Okay. Yes. Well, whatever it is to make fish hot, you know. Don't forget uh, wings tonight. Yes, sir. Face the Blackhawks, and also uh, it's Wednesday. So you know what that means? Yeah. AEW Dynamite. From, <laughs> Chicago, from Cleveland tonight, from the Ooh. guns. So should be interesting. Uh, Myron Kidd says, a white guy watching the African Cup of Nations is hilarious. I'm sorry. I don't think it's hilarious. Like, fish like soccer. It's an incredible tournament. I mean, a lot of upsets, a lot of red cards, a lot of craziness, people getting trampled over. It's... I mean, it's a pretty incredible turn. Well, maybe not the last part, but all the stuff on the field is, like, incredible. I got a quick question for you. I actually got a quick question for uh, for you two, Sawyer, and stuff like this, just just because it's that time where I've, do you expect Tom Brady to return? And here's the thing. The, the first question is, yeah, is he going to continue? But does he come back to Tampa if he does? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about uh, you, that. You, here's the thing: why I why I ask that because usually when you ask that question, I me myself have an opinion. I don't right now. I don't either. I, so yeah, so I wonder. So so that lets me know that I'm vibing. I'm feeling the vibe, the right that this is sort of the first time where I think that he's thinking about it. But I don't know if he's thinking about quitting or going somewhere else You're, and trying right. to win because. I almost I wouldn't put it past Tom Brady to go to a different team and try to win another Super Bowl with that team. We hear Aaron Rodgers and stuff to, to Tennessee and stuff like this. There's something in my brain that says, could Brady end up in Tennessee to be the quarterback? That like, is there yeah. a way? And, and without breaking it down or whatever, to me, it almost seems Tom Brady doesn't want to be a Buck anymore. It, I do get that vibe, right? I, I do get, get that I get, vibe. but it's but this is the first time, Neil, that I that I've got that he might step away, like he might shut it down. This might be the time, just from what I'm hearing. I just wonder what you. What about you, Sawyer? Do you any inkling on that? Um, to be honest, I feel like if he stays in the league, he stays with the Bucks. But if he like leaves the Bucks, he's retiring and he's done. You think so? so? If I'm the Titans, man, I was the number one seed, and my quarterback cost me being the number one yeah. seed. I will do. Whatever I'm, I'm pushing all in for next year. Be it Aaron Rodgers, be it Tom Brady, whatever. I'm pushing all in. Do they have the money to blow on I'll, somebody I'll like that? Though, I'll they, figure out a way. Coolio Jones, AJ Brown. Yeah, I'll Henry. kick that can down the road. 
you yep. know, I'll go all in right now. Because just those names you talked about with Julio yeah. Jones and, and Derek I'm going all in right now, whatever, by whatever means necessary. Benji DeGoat says, who are you all most interested in seeing uh, from the three Senior Bowl quarterbacks the Lions get to work with? Willis, uh, Sam Howell, Bailey Zappi, all spread option. Spread offense, shotgun guys working under under center offense, interested to see. Uh, I would say on the surface, for me, it's Sam Hall because I think there's a very real possibility Lions draft him. I think it's a very, very real possibility Lions take a quarterback with one of those first three picks. Again, we talked about this a couple I don't know. I don't know if you were here, DMAC. You guys begin to wrap your mind around the fact that they are going to take a quarterback, and it's not necessarily because – Obviously, they'll like them if they draft them. Like they'll like their skill set and everything like that. It's a discount draft to market. Capital it's a discount to market. To... Draft capital takes all forms. Because here's the whole thing, right? Deal in in what you're saying. Because that's the draft capital buffer piece to get that thirty, forty million dollar to go out and get your Russell Wilson or go out and get your Aaron Rodgers or whatever when the time's right, when you're right there ready. That's the mindset, correct? Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, so as long as you understand that it's a peace play, right? A, a peace play and somebody who is is capable to get you to that next level. We got, still got a whole bunch of levels to climb here at the Lions. But, again, it comes down to in Troy Weaver, in Brad Holmes, and Steve Eiserman, in Alavila slash A.J. Hintz. Who do you trust making the decision? Yeah, Jake Wagner says, I'm fine with taking a backup. This draft is a mid-rounder. It ain't going to go down like that, Jake. It's not. They're going to take one. Prepare yourself mentally, okay? Prepare yourself mentally for the show tomorrow. Terry Foster will be in with myself. Sawyer, you know the squad will be back. DMAC, appreciate you. We will see you on Monday. We'll see you next Monday. Bells and whistles. If not, I might see you guys down at LCA tonight or uh, see you in uh, maybe on Saturday. Everybody's coming down, RPW. All right. Deuce. For DMAC, for Sawyer. And for Fish as well, my name's Neil Roll. Thanks for listening and watching Big D Energy right here on the Woodward Sports Network. Well, see you later. Gang, gang. That's not winning, Joyke!